three, and two, and one. And welcome, everybody, to the other Framecast 60 this time. Um, let me make sure that I listen to this very carefully when I put it up on, like, the podcasting places and do not upload Framecast 48 on there, like, last week when, um, by accident, we actually had a Framecast 48 upload instead of 59. I replaced that, so it should be good right now. But this week, we have 60. How's it going, Drew? How are you doing today? I'm alive. Hell yeah, me too. Still alive. Still alive and kicking. Do you promise? Well, I can't I, I can't quite promise with certainty, but um I can promise that as long as I'm alive, I will continue this podcast until we run out of topics for today, and then we'll we'll probably stop it like in about an hour or two or so. You say that as if like, yeah, I'll, I'll just stop being alive at that point. Yeah, it's fine. Well, so, no, we'll no, be- not really. My, my, my digital cell will stop being alive, sort of thing. Because, like, mm. unless you want to go back nine weeks until you're 69, Sensei Tofima says, which is very, very true, unless we miss a week. But, uh, yeah, then we have nine weeks to go until uh, our 69th episode. Just realized I haven't actually caught Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. I'll, uh, I'll read that. So, um, let's go over some of the topics today. We have a bunch of topics. We have one, like, bigger topic, and then we have a bunch of, like, smaller topics uh, that we can get into. So, um, first of all, we have Sony shuts down a custom PS5 panel manufacturer called PlayStation, or PlayStation 5. Sorry, sorry. They, 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 they shut down what? A custom PS5 panel manufacturer. So, um, kind of like a third party, a third party, like, um, manufacturer of like things that you can put onto your PlayStation. Uh, Furthermore, our second thing is uh, a wireless VR headset, the Oculus Quest 2 has been jailbroken uh, two weeks after it's released, allowing users to to potentially use it without a Facebook login, which which Facebook isn't too happy about, but uh, I guess everyone that uh, likes not having Facebook on things kind of likes. Uh, then yep. we have like the big uh, the big topic for today. EA fined in Dutch court over loot boxes in FIFA. Um, they're, they're cla- they're, they're, they were claiming that, saying, uh, well, gambling is a, is a matter of freedom of expression, to which the court oh, said, well, off. no. <laughs> That's quite a wild story, which uh, which uh, I'm quite happy to uh, dive into uh, later on. Then we also have like a like a like a small little little subtopic after that, which is kind of like Watch Dogs Legion uh, came out a couple of days ago, October 29. Uh, this game, if you've played any of the Watch Dogs, have you played any of the Watch Dogs? No. Well, it's kind of like this like open world sort of game, uh, which is very much focused around like hacking, uh, hacking into buildings, hacking into like cars and shit. Uh, this game actually had its uh, source code hacked and leaked online. So um, yeah, the game all about hacking got hacked itself, which is um, kind of ironic. But hey, you know, there's that. Anyway, those are the topics for today. Um, let's get into what have you played? This week, go. What have I played this week? Um, been playing. Um, uh, just I've been touching a lot of different games. Like earlier today, I ended up playing a bit of Dead Cells. For the my camera is really high. Why is my camera so high? Um, let me let me um, reseat myself. <laughs> there we go. Um, so I've been playing some Dead Cells. I've been. Um, Playing a little bit of Near Automata. Um, this this was all stuff for the upcoming um, Arbiters. It's not Arbiters. Xenocodex. Um, what else have I been doing? 
There was something I played a lot recently. I can't remember what it is. It wasn't Genshin Impact. Oh, World of Warcraft. That was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to play Genshin Impact uh, over the weekend. <laughs> I ended up playing World of Warcraft instead. So, yeah, that, 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 that's mm -hmm. about that. Can uh, you, what about you? Can you imagine that, like, there, there would exist a universe where we'd be saying, like, can you wait next week? Next week? Oh, it's coming closer. But, uh, no, sadly it isn't. Um, we still have to wait until December for Cyberpunk. What do you mean next week? It was going to be coming next out next week? week. Yeah, it would have been next week. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Completely missed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, no, we still have to wait. A, we still have to wait a little bit, a little bit more. So I've been playing a lot of the um, Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer element, and I've been doing a lot of uh, Genshin. Um, now we talked about Genshin a lot last week um, in the uh, in the what have I played, and uh, I said I wanted to like check out Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer, and I actually really, really like it. So uh, for those of you who haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, which I don't think uh, you have either, because like a PlayStation exclusive. Um, yep. It's kind of like if you've ever played Assassin's Creed, uh, if you've ever played like an open world kind of game, it's very similar to that where you have like this, like the story is kind of like you're, you're like a, a samurai, like the like the, the last remaining after like a battle uh, where like every one of your of your fellow brethren got slaughtered and then like you're you're the only one pretty much alive and you have to like take over your, uh, your island um, from like the invading Mon Mongol army and like throughout the game you can explore a lot of side characters, you can do a lot of things. And honestly, like the story is quite interesting. Um, it 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 hits pretty well. It's uh, at some points, at other points, it doesn't. Um, but it's it serves perfectly fine. Uh, the scenery is amazing. The open world is really really awesome. Like the way that the that the characters work, it's like it's really cool. Like I definitely prefer this over anything that I've played from Assassin's Creed. Uh, and like, yeah, it was a very very enjoyable single player experience. And then they said we're also going to add in a free multiplayer update if you've bought the game, which was. You know, kind of wondering like, what is that? Um, but I've checked it out. It's kind of like, it's kind of like I, I would have to agree with Skillup, who said that it's kind of like if it's like a live surface game that did not intend to be a live surface game, uh, but does it better than most live surface games. So basically, what you have is you have um, missions, which you do with either two or four uh, players, four multiplayer uh, co-op uh, PVE, and it has like survival, it has like story mode. And you can play these missions on different difficulties. And basically, you have, like, four classes of samurai with, like, range. You have um, just samurai. You have assassin. And you have, like, a healer class. And basically, like, you just do these missions, slaughter, like, a lot of enemies. It's kind of like... Um, I wouldn't necessarily liken it to Warframe necessarily uh, very much. But it does have some of the main of the core mechanics where it's, like, you, you beat a lot of enemies. Uh, the enemies here aren't as plenty as in Warframe, but they're a lot more intelligent in the way that you approach them. Because uh, the combat of Ghost of Tsushima has been absolutely, absolutely amazing. And then it's like, you know, this four-player co-op PvE experience is just, is just really, really cool. And there's no microtransactions, there's no money involved or whatever. It's just like, you have it, and if you want to get cosmetics or anything, it's just like, you play it. And you can unlock all the characters. And honestly, like, I really, really enjoy it. And, like, I wish that this wasn't really a console-exclusive game. Because I think that if it wasn't, um, it might, like even grow bigger because like this is this is so much better than anything like anthem ever was so i really 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 love it uh so there's there's two things mm -hmm. uh, one if anyone in chat that's listening to this if anyone can actually advise to me who to watch as a let's play for ghost of tsushima i'm really interested in the game but i don't own a playstation 4 i have no interest in getting a 
a console just for Ghost of Tsushima. So, you know, please, you know, uh, if anyone's got any recommendations. I did try to watch, oh God, Markiplier's friend Bob play mm -hmm. it, but he was doing too much, um, too many highlights. So he was, he was chopping out a lot of the gameplay and things, and he was only capturing the funny moments. But I felt that that detracted from the experience of the game. So, you know, if anyone's got any recommendations for yeah. a um, let's play of it, I would really love to hear that. I mean, actually, there, there's a point. Do you have a let's play of it, uh, uh, Michelle? I have two episodes, and then like um, I couldn't like I didn't I didn't make more of it. So I do have everything recorded, sort of thing. But I couldn't edit it down in like the moment that I was like I had some time for it. It was like so far gone that it's like it's not worth it anymore. Um, but like now I'm kind of annoyed that like I didn't finish it. So there's like two episodes if you want to see two episodes. But like I would recommend well, if you want to. Why don't you do it again? Why don't you just like you know you're more experienced with the game. You could be ultimate ninja badass. Wait, are you a ninja or a samurai or a ronin? Um, well, it's um, it's you you're kind of like the ghost, which is like kind of in between. Like the like the main crux of like the game is kind of that you're. You're a samurai, and like samurai have certain honors, uh, honors of code, like the way that you fight your enemies. That if you approach a, a castle, for example, you just like shout out that you're there, and you face everyone one by one. And because of that, like the the enemy has been able to invade. So you're gonna have to have to learn like these ninja techniques, these like, techniques of like stealth kills and shit like that. And that is that goes against your code. And like, how do you move about that? And because of that, like there's such a wide variety of of gameplay. Because like you can you can go ahead challenge castles like do standoffs or you can just like go ahead and make sure no one sees you and just like assassinate everyone yeah but no seriously like i think that could potentially be something you could do a let's play of mm -hmm. um but i think one of the good things that people get from doing let's plays after um they've played it themselves is that they can sort of get to the point so much faster and things like i um on a random tangent i'll, I'll try not to be long oh, that's um, fine there there's cons so there's a channel called playframe mm -hmm. that i do quite like to watch um or at least have on the side i i ended up watching all of oh sekiro um mm -hmm. on playframe because i'm too shit at the game right mm -hmm. the the guy is really good but when i see a, a puzzle you know you know when you get that thing where you watch a content creator they try they're trying to solve a puzzle and you're just screaming at the monitor <laughs> right yeah at least with playframe you're screaming at the monitor for maybe five seconds whereas like i, I remember watching aaron from the game Gums and screaming at the monitor with regards to <sighs> among us you know on the the planet mission where you've got the thermometer Right? Oh yeah! Oh my God! He just wouldn't go into negative. It's like go, go down, go down, and he was like, "I'm talking like a good solid <laughs> three, four minutes of this." And, and he like, wasn't I'm... killed. How could he not have been killed? No, I, was, I was slowly losing my shit to the point of like, I I was gonna just write in the comments, "Oh my fuck's sake, Aaron, it's down, go fucking down." <laughs> oh my God! Well, so like. The the thing that I have with uh with gameplay series, I've done one 
uh, my very first one that I did completely unedited sort of thing because I was so new to this. And I think I saw Rob do one. I was like, oh, let me let me turn one to another Mass Effect Andromeda. And I remember like making them and just thinking like, this is the most boring shit ever. But like, apparently people like it, so I'll put it out. And the reason why I thought it was boring is because like I included everything. And it was like, that makes no sense. Uh, so I haven't well, been able to figure out how to like make sure you, you get highlights sort of thing. Uh, but it's like it's a it's a bit of a time intensive thing because like you spend like most of the time what I do is like I spend like two hours recording and I cut it down to like twenty minutes sort of thing uh, depend like twenty to thirty minutes depending on like what interesting things that were like it always has to be like sort of interesting or relative to the gameplay so it can also be just like downtime but like it's to show like how the game mechanics work like there's an entire like way that you can structure these things but they take a lot of time and like you also need to have like the computing power for it so like. I've been like it took me like five minutes to get into Discord on this computer with you, <laughs> which um, and because of that, like because of that, either what happens is that I, I can only make these gameplay videos, or I lag behind with them too much, so that like my series at like part four when we're like a month uh, into the game and like new things have been coming out. So in those regards, it's like on the one hand, like I don't want my game my my channel just to be only gameplay because I think the gameplay series are interesting because we can share the experience of like hey. We're playing for the same game and like, you know, the adventure that I've had. I love the Outer Worlds thing that I did. Uh, but yeah. at the same time, it's also like, I think it's very reactionary content sort of thing, which I don't mind in small doses. I'm totally down for that. But if that's the only thing that's on my channel, it's kind of like, well, you know, I, I, I'd like to think that I can do more than that. So um, that's why, like, no, I, from I time to time, Dame. Know. Yeah. Like, if, if you want to talk about this, like, after we've recorded, then let's let's do that. But... Um, I think strategy, like hell, you could probably watch some of the playframe stuff, and you'll be like, "That's how they do it." Ah, mm -hmm. See, yeah. Anyway, should yeah. we uh, should we move on? Yeah. So, um, let's see. Um, I think that we have another beautiful, beautiful comment from last week. Also, I want to say thank you so much to Santina Female who has been uh, timestamping a lot of framecasts lately. So if you're if you're if you're listening to this as a repeat and you're like, oh my god, I really don't like what they're talking about right now, or hey, when did when did they say that? Just scroll down to the comments. Most likely there will be like an entire timestamped, like beautiful, beautiful like time timestampings comment well, where you can click on everything. Does does it actually show in the, the timeline? Um, I should have to copy it to the to the yeah. to the to the yeah, description. Put it in the description. Oh yeah, put it in the description. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, I have seen YouTube do that a little bit, but um, sentient. If you send it to Michelle, Michelle will shove it in the descriptions, and then just yeah, we can just do that. just keep commenting it so I can like I can keep hiding the, the thing and I just copy paste it. Well, that will work fine. That will work All fine. That. So um, the other comment that we got from was from uh, Nick Evans, who uh, replied to uh, us talking about AI. Um, so like last week, we we, we came on the, on the topic of AI and like how much like the future would be like having like your own AI, um, where it's like you could call up Jarvis or Ordas and be like, hey, can you tell me the weather? And like you, you, you can tell them everything sort of thing. But in reality, what we have right now is like these devices, which kind of do that. But like you also feel like they're constantly listening into you and like selling you things. Uh, I hope that like the the, the massive uh, Charlie um, Penguins dildo thing has caught on with anyone. Has anyone seen dildo ads? I hope yeah, not. Yeah, I fucking saw that fucking thing appear on my Twitter. Thanks very much, Michelle. Hell yeah, it worked. Sweet. Um, actually, no, that means that we're being spied on. <gasps> Ooh. Anyway, um, so like we were talking about that, and it's like you, if you want to have an AI which you can trust, which which can work like in the movies, you gotta build one. And Nick says, I would like to build an AI, one that I could customize and using a setting where I know it's there and other people don't. 
Uh, one of the most interesting things for me that's grown over time is the concept of creating an augmented reality AI assistant. You could use a similar system to the one that Google tried to pioneer with its glass concept, if you remember the Google glasses, mm-hmm. or uh, Marvel Tony Stark's glasses, as a, and it would overlay information on the world that only you, the user, can see. You can make yourself a virtual assistant with that AI that learns about you, develops a personality, and can interact with the world you're seeing by rendering itself in your line of sight. I mean, the idea of an invisible friend is or is 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 actually there. That's genuinely kind of cool. So, what do you think about like the Google Glass? kind of AI augmented reality concept. Because personally... It's, oh. it's, it's fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. The, the amount of stuff your Google Glass or equivalent would have to do is insane. Like being able to track what's happening in uh, the real world. So first off, just to point out, augmented reality is... Uh, locational right yeah so if you've got like a thing here and you're looking right at it and then you move perspective the perspective of the thing uh, what's called main um maintain so i'm fucking dealing with my webcam yeah um but if you've got like this this heads up display and you've got the thing here and then you change your position the position of the actual heads up display is maintained with how you're moving Mm-hmm. Right. So first off, there's that. If you're actually doing proper tracking, like with augmented reality, as it is scientifically, then that's really fucking hard to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I've actually done work in augmented reality where the idea is that you actually had an Android tablet as um, an engineer for a train line. Mm-hmm. And someone would like take a, a geographical position of where the fault was. And then as you're walking down the track, it would say, right, the fault is somewhere in this section of the track. And it would actually highlight on the track where the fault was. Ooh. But it was so hard to do, mm-hmm. right? A, a large part of the problem was to do with the GPS positioning because GPS is only accurate within... Well, it depends on where you are. If you're outside uh, in the middle of a field where a train is, it's probably accurate within 100 meters, mm-hmm. right? So that's like a really big area where, or a big, really big length of track just to find a small fault. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're in a city, it's probably accurate within 10 meters. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that that's sort of not the place that you need to care about this. Sort of <laughs> yeah. Um, well- well, it's 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 very complicated because like basically if you if you cut it down to like very simple terms like what the computer like in order to like display something like in location like in like where it stays at location and it doesn't like move with you sort of thing like the computer kind of needs to know like where exact like your glass will need to know where exactly you are and like yeah like we say that like oh the phone's track is everywhere and like there is a GPS signal in there but like as you say like with like a a distance of like uh ten or a hundred meters. Like, uh, that works for, like, trying to get you to your location if you're in your car and you're driving about or you're walking about. Uh, but, like, when it comes to, like, pinpointing, like, uh, what is on this exact thing right here, it, it, it's it's kind of hard, you know, to um, to find that uh, location. And then even, like, if they know, it knows where, where, where exactly it is, it would need to distinguish from, like, camera sensors, which would have to be, like, everywhere around sort of thing. Um, it would just, have... Just to make sure you're all 
aware. You know, GPS doesn't tell Google where you are, right? No, it doesn't. GPS only tells you where you are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the phone itself going, oh, I'll, I'll just talk to the internet and let Google know where you are. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the, the more shady part of it all. Yeah. No, but like that, yeah. I mean, like, that's true. Like, like I've, I've used GPS devices before, like, they were all standard on phone sort of thing. It's basically, like, only a one-way communication. But, like, the moment that you start letting your phone talk to Google about, like, where you are, like, it just uses that information sort of thing. But anyway, like, then it would also, like, have to, like, aside from, like, figuring out, like, where exactly it is, it would also have to, like, map the area with cameras to be able to, like, f- figure out, like, what thing that you're looking at is this thing and how do we like track it and like if you've seen like point tracking in like after effects sort of thing like most of the time like it requires very very clear points because it's very hard to distinguish like what exactly in like an image is a different thing from another different thing uh like i have sometimes very much difficulty like if i'm if i'm sitting like this you can see that i have like a like a black jacket on and like besides me like behind me is like the, the black wall sort of thing and we can distinguish that like this is where my shoulder goes and this is like where my headphones go which are also black by the way uh but like if you take a picture and like you zoom in on the pixels like where where does my jacket end and where does the rest begin and like that can be really hard for a computer to do like in real time to like show you all the things so like um it's 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 a very big big step in order to like make this work. Um, but to be honest, like I really like the idea, and like I've never seen a Google Glass in real life. Uh, I don't know if you have. Uh, no, I think they stopped production before they actually um, that they, they they just like aborted it. it yeah. Like, no production. But like I know that people were like kind of scared by the idea of like having having like a. So someone with like a glass and like a camera there sort of thing that could be looking at them and like, yeah, that was weird. But at the same time, if you look at like Dragon Ball C, if you look at like Tony Stark's glasses sort of thing, it's like, it's, it's so cool. It's like having something on your face, which is like, I'm just putting it on and there we go. I can see the world and I can like interact. It's like, you know, I don't know whether I would want to have a cell phone like strapped to my face the entire time. But at the same time, like, it would be kind of cool if the option was there. (laughs) The thing is that with stuff like Tony Stark with Friday and things like that the it's the, the problem is that he lives in a fantasy world where no one exploits this kind of information you know Google and Apple don't realistically exist because he is Mr. Good Tony Stark. He doesn't do anything horrifically bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in control of like all the debt. You get the point I'm trying yeah. to make. But in the real world, you've got people trying to abuse this. Like, hell, I th- we brought it up some time ago in um, an episode where the you do not own your console right you you do not own your gaming console we're going to get to a point where you don't even own your pc you've built your oh. pc but like you know um what's the name uh msi own the graphics card msi own the motherboard uh corsair own the ram um seasonic own the power supply so mm-hmm. i was trying to remember who uh who paid my power supply. <laughs> Yeah, and people could just go, this is a, another big thing, which is why I'm against, um, in the UK, we're, we're installing these things called smart meters. Now, smart meters allow electricity providers to cut off your electricity supply remotely, mm-hmm. right? So it hooks into the internet, and then they can go, ah, 
turn off the uh, electricity. Say, and, and this has happened, I can't remember where, it may be in the States or something, where people have died because they were on life support and their electricity bill hadn't been paid and the smart meter had been, you know, cut the power to the building and the, the patient died. Wow. Right? That is... Um, like on, yeah. on, honestly, like that is that is pretty insane, and like I wonder like how responsibilities will be claimed on that because like honestly, like seriously, like the, the company would probably say like yeah, it's an automatic system, but like seriously, like back in the day, like if you would have to come to the house to cut a power, you would see there's someone on life support. Yeah, and then like if you were to shut the power, like that was a conscious decision on your end to to pretty much like end yeah. that life support. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that is that's honestly like a pretty pretty dark thing to imagine. Um, oh, gotcha. um and like another thing which I kind of like what what that reminded what that reminded me of which was when you talked about like not owning anything. Um there was this thing, oh my god, I saw this beautiful thing. Actually, it's a horrible thing, but it's a beautiful thing on the internet about something in the UK which you might be interested in, Drew. <clears throat> Are you looking for a new washing machine? Do you want to be oh. happy? Do you want to be happy and not own anything? Because like, if you don't own anything, you, you you're you're gonna be happy. That, that that's what they claim. Imagine a world where no one owns anything and everyone is happy. You can buy a washing machine, a new washing machine for sixty nine pounds, and then use that washing machine for a subscription fee of six six pound ninety a month, with a fee of zero point eighty um, pence for every time you use the washing machine, and then they will like supply you with. Uh, like cleaning detergent, like washing detergent, and then um, they will service it. So you could own your own washing machine. Actually, not own. You could like pay could for rent. it. You could rent it, but still have to pay sixty nine upfront, and then pay for every time you use it. And it could be in your house, and you could use it every time, and then like pay about a pound every time you turn it on. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. I came across on a on a Louis uh, Rosman video. He's like a great YouTuber about like right to prepare and like mostly about Apple stuff. And he he and like he had it yesterday on this one of his videos where it was like this certain new service in the UK where you can get a washing machine for like sixty nine bucks. It's sixty nine bucks upfront and then like pay six dollar no six pound ninety a month and then pay eighty pence per time that you use it. But how how long are you paying this subscription fee? As long as you as long as you own the thing. Wait, my internet just died. Um, you're still here. Died. You're okay, still cool. here. Am I? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm still here good. too. I think we're good. We might be good. Yeah, okay, we're good. Sorry, someone glitched then. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that is, uh, that's something that I was reminded of. Like, oh my God. And like, I can't imagine anyone would go and buy this because like seriously, you're, you're about 300 pounds into your first year. Um, and like, if you're going to like continue, like in three years, you're going to have like about the price of like buying one outright. Sorry, and like, sorry, sorry. You said three hundred pounds in the first year. Well, two hundred something or so. Um, so it's like. How did you come to that conclusion? Uh, he mentioned it in his video, it's like sixty-nine upfront, and then six dollar ninety per um per um oh six pound ninety per month. So it's like here, uh, sixty-nine, um, six point nine times twelve equals eighty-two. So you have eighty-two, eighty-two. Plus sixty nine equals one fifty one, and then let's say you do like two washes a week. That is how like, are you doing two washes a week? Yeah, but like let's be conservative. 
you'd be that's not you'd conservative be on, at all. Yeah. That's a one wash a month is conservative. Yeah, well, but like it, it it depends on like the family because like honestly, like with a family of five, like it's like two washes a day almost sometimes. Um so it's like if you do two washes a week on average, depending on how many people you live, yeah. um that would the two washes a week would come up to like a hundred and four pounds in total, plus the two one hundred and fifty of like the upfront costs and like the subscription fee would be like about two hundred and fifty, two hundred and sixty pounds a year sort of thing depending like if you watch two times a week if you watch less than that like it will be a little bit cheaper if you watch more than that it will be a little bit more expensive either way it will probably take you like three to four years to like end up paying more than if you buy one outright and buying one outright generally they tend to last a little longer i i I swear i bought mine um can i easily find out how much because i the last place i lived in didn't have Mm -hmm. any uh what's called white products which are um, washing machine, fridge, freezer, things like that. So I actually own my own fridge, freezer, and yep. washing machine while at the same time having um, this property actually has some. To be honest, a part of me is actually tempted to just send them to the scrap. But <laughs> um, when I bought these, um, so washing machine, uh, let's see if I can quickly find mine because I swear I didn't sell mine for near, so I didn't buy mine. So there's my washing machine yeah i spent 204 pounds damn yeah, yeah i mean i mean like 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 With installation that is crazy so that's like in one yeah. year basically well like like that's kind of like like the the free year was kind of like going of like let's say that you spent like on average 700 on like a good top end sort of thing i don't know how good top end you're gonna get if you're gonna rent this but yeah like if you buy one can buy one for 200 bucks it's like yeah what is this even going on here man <laughs> No, that's that's insane. That's that's exploitation on the market. That is like convincing people. Oh, this is really cheap. This is only one pound a wash. You know, like uh, you know the oh god, what's the name of the damn thing? When you do a wash, you could get those capsules. Yeah. Right. Or you could get proper bottles of detergent. Mm-hmm. Right. The bottles of detergent last you so much longer. Yeah, dude. It's so much longer. Okay, but don't... people still buy the fucking capsules. Why? Uh, uh, do you uh, do you drink coffee ever? Uh, do you like no. know people that drink coffee? Uh, I know some people that drink. coffee. Okay, yeah. so uh, do you know like this 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 trend recently or like a couple years back? Like when when they had like these Senseo machines, which had like pads, and you had like an espresso machine, which had like cups sort of thing. Where like back in the day, like like if you if you want to make coffee, you kind of like grind up the coffee beans, put it put it in a filter, then poured hot water in there, and then like out came coffee. Mm-hmm. And like you had these machines where you could just like put in a filter and like putting ground up beans and just like pour it on and then they came out with like the senseo machines which were like phillips made like pads like that which you could like put in and you put in the pad and like it would just put out one cup and you toss the pad away and now you have the nespresso ones which is like the same thing but then with a cup these things are so hella expensive but it's like oh it's easy i can just put in the cup <laughs> it's like <laughs> what's the, the, going the, on so in in the uk we very much still have jarred instant coffee mm. right but I know in the States, they pretty much don't have that. They have, what's it called? Is it Kill Egg? Kill Reg? Something like that. They have these machines that literally you put in a little pod, put the pod on the top of the machine, and it will just make uh, like one cup of coffee. And it's like, yeah, what the hell's this? Yeah. Uh, like here, I'll, uh, let's see where this works. There we go. Like this is, this is like the Nespresso thing I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like these little these little cups sort of thing, and like the serving yeah. sizes are so goddamn small. Like the, 
I, I have one. one. It's just one. That's it's it. It's just one. And like the amazing thing is like these things are very expensive. But I went out to like a electronic store one day with like my uh, my grandpa, and he was like. I wanted to buy the computer, so I was there to help him with getting the computer. And then, like, he wanted to get a cup of coffee, and, like, there was, like, this Nespresso stand, and, like, um, it was like, well, let's go over to Nespresso stand, see if we can get we can get a free coffee sort of thing, because, you know, you can always taste test sort of thing. So, like, we went over there, and, like, um, the guy was like, well, do you want to taste? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so, like, he had some, like, one of these cups, like, these really, really tiny cups, and he's like, well, that's yeah. that's a tiny cup. That's a tiny cup I've ever seen one. It's like, well, they did they, they they don't really come that much bigger. It's like, well, you know, it's it's really, really tiny. So, like, the guy pulls out, like, the biggest cup that they have, still really tiny. It's like, well, you know, it's it's all right. It's all right. And then, like, the guy asks, like, well, have you ever have you ever tried Nespresso? He's like, no, never. It's like, well, have you, do you know anyone that has? It's like, yeah, a couple of my friends have it. So what do you think of it? Well, I kind of, like, don't like it. <laughs> He's like, mm. okay. Um, do you do you drink a lot of coffee yourself? Yeah, quite a bit. It's like, well, how much coffee do you drink a day? Um, I, um... Yeah, about 20 cups a day. And my wife drinks more, like 22. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was like, well, then this present is probably not for you in these tiniest cups. Oh. Like, so my, my grandmother, um, the, on my father's side, who was born and raised in... Oh, fuck, i got to remember. I'm trying to remember if she was... I think Palermo, either that or Sicily. I can't remember where she was born and raised. Mm -hmm. um, but whenever my parents would go, um, so whenever we would go and visit them, my nan would make like uh, espresso and things like this. And like, she just like, she had this uh, machine, like really, really old machine. And like, you would do all the grinding and everything for you. And, it was it was fucking intense. I remember I turned like I I've never drunk coffee and like I've had it maybe once or twice. I've always just I always find it too bitter. I never like it. And the hilarious thing is she gave me one one time. I'm like oh god, give me a break. Fine. So I had it and I was fucking awake for like <laughs> thirty six hours. Like I don't drink caffeine. Uh, what's called you know the these um, energy drinks or. Mm -hmm coffee because it keeps me awake for fucking days <laughs> you know anyway oh man oh man it's like it's like if you if you if you if you want to if you want to fuck with drew just like just before he's about to go to bed just like slip him slip him like something with caffeine How the fuck did we get on this topic of coffee anyway <laughs> i don't know um we, we we got about like serving sizes and cups and things and like welcome to the framecast where we, talk, where we talk about things like like Hot, coffee yeah. and washing machines and yeah it was not owning stuff and yeah consoles, <laughs> and then you had gone with your grandfather yeah that's how we got to yeah that's that, that, that's how we got the coffee just like every every single topic anyway um that was that was still from like wait did this all come from like what we've played no 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 it, it, no, it, 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 it came from failure it came from i yeah. i was like wait I, this doesn't really seem to resonate with any topic that i was looking at i was like where do we come from um anyway um, i also yeah so last last point i also want to point out the difference between uh friday and artificial intelligence so friday in the um oh god uh marvel mcu jarvis you know they are not true ai you know when jarvis became vision you could call it true AI. no ultron ultron is a true ai mm -hmm. ultron has wants and desires 
right? Mm -hmm. Like a true artificial intelligence. An AI like, um, oh God, what's the name of the damn thing? Um, Jarvis, like, you know, like a, this, this, he is nothing but an interface. Jarvis is nothing but an interface. Um, Friday is nothing but an interface. It is the, the computer in Star Trek couldn't think or do anything for itself. It was there to do the beckoning of the, the crew of the Enterprise, right? Mm. It's just an interface, much like your keyboard, your monitor, your webcam, your microphone. Those are all interfaces into a computer. That is what those dolls, if you would, um, mm -hmm. will, that's all they are. They're not true AI, yeah. right? Oh. Skynet is a true AI because it can think for itself. It can do, um, what's called determine things. It can come to weird ass conclusions, but Jarvis, Friday, they're the glorified calculators. Mm -hmm. Also, another thing which I, which I may want to add on is, like you said, like when it comes to the realism of these things, like most of the time when it comes to the real world, like the, the, the way that people handle your privacy, the way that people handle like your data sort of thing is like something which is going to kind of stand in the way of this like trusted thing. Another thing which is definitely going to stand in the way is like when you just like, like let's say you put these on, like the glass will shut down in 30 minutes for like a, for like a scheduled software update. And like you, mm -hmm. you get the update, and like half the features don't work anymore. And like whenever you just like you, you look around, it's like it just shows you an ad, and like you like like the entire thing freezes because it can't handle an ad and showing you something. And it's like you useless piece of junk, and you have to restart it ten times and then bring it back to the server shop where they're gonna charge you like, like like everything that 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 you own to like repair it, and you get it back and it's like in half shape condition. And it's like you put it on, and it's like. Well, this is alright, and then like it's two years old, and it's like out of date, and runs slow as fuck, and you just put it in a drawer, you never look at it. That's the real world experience of one of those yeah. things. I'm it's, still looking oh forward God. to it, though. <laughs> uh, is it um, designed obsolescence? Yes. Yeah. Planned obsolescence sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, actually, 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 speaking speaking of which, I mean, like, okay, very very quickly, very very quickly. I'm not gonna talk so quite as very long, but this is really interesting. So, uh, you know how like manufacturers like Apple have been like very against like people repairing their shit. Well, right now, um, Apple with their new iPhone um, apparently has like everything that's in there like coded sort of thing. So like if you swap out a camera module from like an iPhone because it's broken or anything from your iPhone because it's broken, it will have programmed bugs and glitches or programmed malware actually because like if programmed bugs and glitches, it could basically malware that will start to activate the moment it detects something which isn't originally part of the phone. And if you want to like get rid of that, the only way that you can do that is like by having it being serviced by actual Apple computer thing. Fuck. And then oh. they were then they removed the charger and shit because they're like, we want to be environmentally friendly. Then how are you supposed to charge the fucking phone? Well, because you should already have okay, so 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 like did you not know about this? No. Okay, so Apple with their new flagship device, uh, which is like over a thousand bucks, uh, has decided to remove the charger and headphones from like the box because they want to be more environmentally friendly because of that the box can be slimmer and it can ship more boxes and it will save waste. So they said that like everyone that buys a phone now already has most of the phones that they held they've owned beforehand. So like you're gonna have this this brick thing where like it goes into your wall and there's the USB outlet. So like everyone kind of has those. So like everyone kind of like keeps them around. Will just be waste. So they said this year we're not gonna ship that. We're gonna pay for a premium phone. We're not gonna give you any discounts. But we're just not gonna include the charger and we're not gonna include uh, earphones. So then you can just use your previous generation uh, wall charger. Uh, that goes from you from like wall charge plug to USB A, and you can use that on your USB C to uh, Lightning um, uh, cable that we ship with it. 
Oh wait, you didn't have a USB-C wall, uh, wall charger? Guess you gotta buy that for 30 bucks from our store. That's literally the way that they went. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Steve wouldn't have done that. I'm damn well sure Steve Jobs would have told them, no, you're fucking giving them a complete product. Fucking Christ. That's awful. Mm -hmm. It is. Like, like the thing that I find is generally, like, generally, like, I can I can kind of get behind certain decisions when it comes to like um if if they don't want to make the most powerful computer, if they don't want to make the most streamlined experience or or whatever, like I I'm fine with that. Like the, those are decisions which like you can explain. But this like saying that's for an environment, it's pretty bad because like I heard someone say, and I, like don't trust these numbers on me, but like it could be that like uh like like creating a new phone um like costs about as much like in energy production sort of thing as like using a phone for 10 years. So like if you if you go for the entire uh, energy production, uh, like, uh, all the energy usage that goes into like getting all the materials for the phone, like crafting the phone and shipping it everywhere, like it's basically as harmful as like using the phone for 10 years or something or like, so like using a phone is generally better for the environment than buying a new one every two years. So like this entire idea where they're like, well, we're just gonna like not ship these things in the box because we expect everyone to have them. It's like, well, I can get behind that if, if that's really your true mission. But then Sorry, allow people I, to fucking I, repair I your call, thing. I fucking call bullshit. Yeah. Who the fuck came up with the idea that you know build manufacturing a phone um, causes ten years worth of like environmental damage. No, it's it's like ten years usage. So, so so like compared to like if you like how much is the energy impact of like manufacturing a new phone versus using a phone sort of thing. So like, yeah, I still call bullshit. Yeah, I mean like I like I don't I, I don't even know where I read that anymore. Uh, but like it was something that just came by. It's like I don't like I don't entirely trust the numbers, but I do do believe that it's more environmentally beneficial for you to continue to use a phone for a longer time than it is to buy a new one. Yeah, no, I could completely appreciate like buying a new phone every year or, you know, being just constantly sweat like I one hundred percent but th that's the whole capitalist empire sort of thing, you know, like you you gotta convince your consumers to just constantly use the products all the time. I it's it's real fucking jank and weird that Yeah Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, that is that was kind of like that side topic. And right now it's like previously you could like swapping components sort of thing, but now like they're limiting that. The one thing which I don't understand, uh, like to close this off with, is that Apple kind of started because like it was like two guys working in the garage like creating computers. And it's like if you're a company that got big because like you had a couple of guys in their garage creating computers and probably everyone that kind of joined that also just started out this hobby sort of thing or this like interest by like crafting a rain on technology themselves it's like why the hell would you discourage the upcoming generation from like crafting away on the thing it's like it's like the way that i discovered making videos because like i grabbed my i, I grabbed a camera at a very young age and because i was playing video games and i wanted to like answer some questions and i had some recording software if i were to like create like this thing where it's like oh it's a media production sort of thing i would i would definitely not like take everyone's ability away to like use cameras or things because i want people that like to follow in my footsteps sort of thing. So why would you not, as like Apple, where there's so many people working in there that got their interest in tech, which like they started out with the interest in tech because like they've fiddled around with technology. Why would you want to like not have the youth that's coming up be interested in tech by like being able to open up their device and see what's inside, fiddle around with it. And like, you know, you don't have to like give warranty. You don't have to like be like, oh, you screwed us up. Now we're going to fix it for do. you. But by law, yeah. they do. In law, in law states that... Yeah. 
if the device breaks or something like that, they have to honor a one-year warranty, mm -hmm. um, at least in European countries. Uh, and I'm pretty sure America has the exact same law. But you know, you know those. Was it you who told me this? You know those um, warranty, warranty void stickers. Oh yeah, they're 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 actually not like legally um... binding at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, anyway, let's get into the first topic. We're, we're 45 minutes in. Let's get into the first topic. My apologies for the long extended discussion. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, there's timestamps in the recorded pre-recorded thing. So, like, watch that. Get to here. So, first topic of today is about shutting things down. Sony shuts down custom PS5 panel manufacturer PlayStation. Um, so, one of the things that uh, you may have noted if you have if you if you saw the PlayStation 5 teardown video, which we covered, I think, two or three frame casts ago. Uh, was the ease of like being able to remove the side panels. So, like the PlayStation 5 has like these two white side panels like in between this yeah. bit, like which is sandwich. And like a lot of people saw that and were like, hey, this is this is a great opportunity for like third party manufacturers to jump in and like offer new side panels sort of thing. So like if you everyone has their white PS5, like you could put like deep brand things on there or stuff, things like that or stickers, or you could just like get completely like different colored side panels or different foreign shaped side side panels so you could customize your PS5. Um one of these companies, which actually sprung up, uh, was called Plate, Sta Plate Station, um, which emerged in mid-October to offer custom PS5 side panels for about 40, 40 bucks in the colors of chromatic silver, cherry red, black, blue, and jungle, and uh, like the jungle camo, so like the, yeah, yeah. the army sort of thing. Um, however, on October, October 30th, the company released a statement that they had been threatened with legal action by Sony and had to rebrand their company name from Plate Station to Customize My Plates, and they had to change from selling side panels to um, just like these like skins, like these these D brand things, where it's like a, a sticker that you put on the side. Um, they subsequently also canceled all the pre orders that everyone had made and refunded them, um, as far as I've been able to find out. But yeah, so Sony trying to pressure down on this on this emerging third party um, thing of which I don't believe they're going to be offering their own version. I think that they're just going to be sticking with this. The problem is how like American law works with um, this sort of stuff. So, for example, say another company um, calls themselves um, Station Play, mm -hmm. right? So they, they call themselves Station Play, um, and they're going to release the Station Play Five, and then. Um, which got soon Sony goes like no you you just fucking ripping off the PlayStation Five, um, mm -hmm. the the legal representation of um what's it called the 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 yeah. cr uh, the company doing the bad shit the with the rip off PlayStation Five, um let's call them Company X. Company X's legal representation can turn to um, the judge in the court case and say, look, Sony did not act on plate station, mm -hmm. right? So if they're not going to act on plate station, then they don't have a leg to stand on to squash station play five, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then by American law, yeah, that that's perfectly allowed, right? Yeah. There was a huge kerfuffle with... Do you remember the Warframe 
the the yeah. nefarious void glitch war- situation. I, I actually yeah, exactly. actually I have to think about that too because like uh, because I was thinking along the same lines. It's probably that they have to like set a precedent sort of thing where it's like there is no like we're we're on this and like no one can cite it like oh you didn't go after this guy. So basically like if you were not aware, the long and short of it was like there was someone within like the Warframe community that was like looking into the game files to determine certain statistics and um, release them to the public sort of thing to like know the drop tables and then the game had to step in or like the developer had to step in and say like you're not allowed and we're going to sue you if you if you will. It was more than that. So first off, um, what you're referring to is commonly referred to as data mining, though scientifically that is not what data mining is. No, it's not. Um... So, have you done data mining yet in your uni course? I've done it in my previous uni course when I did um, media yeah, stuff. We did yeah, it on Twitter yeah. mostly. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so he he was hacking the game and he gave himself um, Excalibur Umbra. Mm-hmm. Unreleased right, was, frame at the time. Yeah, an unreleased frame at the time that was still in the source code. He gave himself Excalibur Umbra, which um led to a ban mm-hmm. and a cease and desist like so he couldn't divulge how he'd done it so they like de have obviously plugged up the hole by that point but um they have to do it they have to prevent him from uh exposing this information because again like the the, the laws like yeah. if someone else had done this and they hadn't acted on the whole void glitch situation, mm-hmm. then again it can be used as an example of well they're okay with it then why aren't they okay with it now? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like I mean like I like I imagine that that was kind of situation here as well. But the thing that I find like a little bit interesting here is that I am sure like I, I wouldn't say a hundred percent, but like I kind of want to say hundred percent. But let's say ninety nine point nine 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 just to like leave the case open that um. That in a, in a couple of months, if you go to like Amazon or you go to Wish or you go to whatever like website you get your ship from, there will be a fuck ton of manufacturers coming from most likely China, where there is going to be a fuck ton of, of of like various side panels that you can slap onto your onto your PS5, especially like if this is a market that will actually take off, and there will be a limitless of, of things that you can choose from because basically like you already have it like these days where you can get like all sorts of like copy like like copied things products that you can buy from like like that are coming mostly from China sort of thing um where it's like these panels are so going to be like available and i don't think PlayStation is really going to offer them i haven't seen them like do anything that to indicate that they're intending these side panels to like be removed and be swapped to like customize it um but like seriously like this is so going to happen so it's kind of it's kind of like unfortunate on the one hand to see that like this company has to like suffer to like they can't produce this anymore even though it's going to be a very probably like i don't know how much is but it's going to be a desired product anyway if people like if it's not if it's not too expensive and people can like swap it around like hey you know like i'm pretty sure people are going to do it um and then like they have to like go back they have to go to like making skins that you can put on there which i mean could work for a lot of people but like i can also say that people are like well you know i could just buy a side panel and uh yeah it's a it's a bit unfortunate sort of thing but I know I did that. I yeah, I mean I just had a thought of something. Um I don't I don't see Sony ever uh, 
selling like custom side panels, right? Mm -hmm. I can easily see in X many months' time custom side panels being sold by you know basically i'm agreeing with you right i i think that this is quite likely to take off i think that this company fell victim to the fact that they didn't change the name of um the the they, they had too much of a play on words with yeah. playstation and it involved the PlayStation Five specifically, so it was. It was. It was, yeah, it, was, it, it, was it was too close. Yeah, I can. I can definitely see that. Rip the Pip says, "I don't know if you've seen a Gundam Fiend build. Hmm. What? what? If you if you have anything that you can uh, link to Gundam Fiend build, but it's not what they can do with printing nowadays. I'm quite curious if you have any anything to uh, like. For links don't work in chat, but like if you have any way that we can like use search terms to find it, let us know in chat. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so like that is that's uh, the PlayStation thing. Uh, moving on to the wireless VR headset Oculus Quest 2 jailbroken um, within two weeks of release to allow you to allow use without Facebook login. So, Drew, have you do you have a VR headset or anything? no? Have you used no. VR? Yes. So, would you be interested in one day owning a VR headset? No. Are you going to ask me a question that has nothing to, like more than a binary thing? Hey, Drew, what's your thoughts on? Um, what should you call it? The the Quest Two being jailbroken, so you don't have to have face. Why don't you ask me that? No, you... <laughs> no. I was more like I was more like well, if you don't like 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 if you've ever like if you don't consider but getting a Fiora headset, I can understand. But if you did and like if you didn't want to go there, like what were the, what were the reasons that you didn't get it? But seeing that you didn't consider buying one, then like that's kind of mood. Uh, for me. Uh, it's, it's, I did consider buying one, but the problem is I just don't have the physical space for it. I don't mm -hmm. have the capacity for it. Yeah. Um, like, I I have felt for the longest time that the technology hasn't been there yet. I kind of, like, I'd much rather the, the Valve Index with the way you're able to manipulate all the fingers, but... I, yeah, I just don't have the space for it sort of thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm living in a one-bedroom apartment. I mean, thank fuck I actually have a bedroom. Mm -hmm. um, I'm living in a one-bedroom apartment, and this this space is pretty much all that I have for my personal recreation, right? It's, it's I'd probably say it's... Um, Three meters by three meters tops. No, actually, probably less. Yeah, sorry, two meters by two and a half meters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really small. I don't have a lot of space for recreation, and so my bookshelves are obviously here. My desk is right here. So I can hold on. Let me let me just. Yeah. There we go. He uh, reaches oh, up. I, I can. I just just can't reach my shelves from my desk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's how mm -hmm. little space I have. Yeah, no, like I'm like I, I agree. I've I've seen VR as well, and like I I love some of the things that it does. There is a lot of limitations, but like if you look at some, certain games like Beat Saber, if you look at certain games like there's one where it's like get out alive sort of thing, where you have to like solve puzzles sort of thing, which is just like sitting down. You don't need a lot of space. Yeah. I really like these. 
But like for me, it's also like the space. I don't really have the space for it to be like mounting lighthouses and having the space to move around. And it's also like the um, uh, the expense of it because most of the time you have to buy the VR headset, which is rather ex like there's a price to that. And you also need to have a PC which can drive that VR headset. One one addition, one minor addition mm -hmm. are these, right? Yeah. My glasses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they're a very. Um, the only headset that I found that I can wear my glasses at the same time as using the headset was the uh, the Valve Index, right? Mm -hmm. Everything else I had to take my glasses off first, and you know that 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 no bueno. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So um, like those are some things which are like commonly also seen as like limitations, and then the Oculus Quest came out, and like the Oculus Quest is. One of these things which doesn't address the glasses situation, but like it is a um, VR headset which uh, is two nine uh, two ninety nine two hundred ninety nine bucks, which like is still rather expensive, but compared to other competitors, not the most expensive there is out there, and it works wirelessly and it doesn't require a PC, so it's not the most um, intense. Like it can't handle the most intense things, and you can still hook it up via cable to a PC, but you can also just control it via your, via your app, and then, like, you can have it, and you can have it in a way that you don't require to, like, buy a PC, you don't require to, like, have all the lighthouse sort of thing, because it works, like, most Oculus device now, which just have, like, the cameras on top of it, so, like, it will scan the environment, and it doesn't need lighthouses to be mounted, so it's a very, very nice entryway into VR, and, like, if you look at, like, what a lot of VR is used for when it comes to, like, marketing sort of thing, where people, like, well, like, put PVR goggles on, like, customers where they can, like, look around sort of thing and yeah. imagine their living room uh, where people can, like, for educational purposes, like, these things, these are things which are very useful in these scenarios. And, like, they, these might be, like, the more mass market sort of things. Um, however, this Oculus Quest, even though, like, Oculus is one of the better VR manufacturers, even though the Quest is, like, such an interesting product, it is owned by Facebook. And, uh, like, recently... Um, Facebook has started to require people to log in with their Facebook account if they wanted to use Oculus products, which um, has upset quite a lot of people. Um, but two weeks ago, Oculus released this Quest 2, which is the, the VR headset for like $2.99. Um, this, as, I, like, as we said, is not the most capable, but it is significant for like ease of use and where it can like step in. However, you need to log into a Facebook account, otherwise you cannot use it. Um, as such, like various people, like the moment that like the, this thing went live, have offered bounties, so like mono, like monetary rewards for anyone that could jailbreak the Oculus, so like get into like the source code sort of thing to allow people to like do whatever they want with it, but like most importantly, allow people to use it without like registering for like a Facebook account and use it like that. Um, so that happened two weeks after release. This has happened, and this has been very much welcomed by retro repair groups, people that just like want to own a device and not want to have to be tied down to the, to the suck. To the suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be interested to, to hear from our audience, right? Actually own, so use Facebook because I sure as hell don't. I fucking hate Facebook. It's one of the most cancerous things ever. So, you know, just, just, I, I, Cephalon Tribal just said he does, and I'm, sorry, they do. I don't actually know your gender. Yeah, so Cephalon Tribal just said that they do, and I'm like, Oh shit! Yeah, I I don't like Facebook. I don't like it with passion, and like the oh, God, yeah. So I completely get it. Like, why is you know my social media network getting involved with my my gaming? Like, mm -hmm. fuck off! It's like, oh yeah, you have to be logged into your uh 
YouTube account in order to play on Stadia, you know, or your Gmail or whatever. We need to look at your your emails while you play Stadia or, you know, Twitter turning around and saying like, oh yeah, you need to you need to be logged into Twitter while you're taking a whiz, you know. Yeah. It, it's no, I'm sorry. It's 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 a it's a gigantic boundaries thing and a lot of these companies are they're preying on people that don't understand what they're giving up and they're preying mm -hmm. on people who will just sign away their freedoms and luxuries you get my point yeah well so like like i i agree on the facebook thing i've i've deleted at a certain point and i want to i'll get back into that later um but uh when it comes to like the signing in thing like i think it's um it's definitely been something from like the last 10 15 years where at, at the start like 10 15 years ago like this thing was like oh you can sign into something and you already signed in for other things like i remember like when google first came out with like their gmail and then like oh if i'm signing to google i can also like use my email and i can also use my accounts and this and i can use my youtube with it and like that thing where it was like you don't have to sign in for every single thing separately but you can just have one thing was like really appealing um but i think that like where for me like the big line was crossed the moment that i got like windows 8 and windows 8 was like sign in with a microsoft account i was like what this is my os like this is my operating system of my mm. computer why would i want to sign in to the upper to be you to be able to use my computer my computer is not like my social media it's literally a computer and I think that, like, for a lot of people, this idea where, like, um, companies are trying to push this ease of use, where just sign in, and then you can have it in the cloud, and then you can, like, get another PC, and it will just work. Um, all those sort of things, which, like, make it easier sort of thing, um, where they're trying to con convince people with. But I just really don't like it where it's like, hey, if I have, like, a physical device, like, I want to be able to use it without having to sign in, because I don't want it to require me to be logged into, like, some other person's server in order for me to use this thing, which is in my hand. Um, one, uh, I, I fuck the cloud, right? Mm -hmm. The the next time someone talks to me about the cloud as if they have any fucking idea what it is, I will headbutt, right? I will, I will find you, Michelle, and I will headbutt you. Mm -hmm. Um, because like a large part of my job, um, is to do with maintaining servers and stuff in the cloud the cloud is a fancy ambiguous term that actually fuck it no i've got i got a brilliant uh explanation for this um mm -hmm. it's from an xkcd comic so you can easily um put it up on the screen yeah there it is right so i've just sent it to you on discord and it it's so fucking true right I was going through the uh, what's it called this this tutorial, right? So the, the whole the whole thing is right. How mm -hmm. stand uh, how standards um, proliferate? Yeah, yeah. Um, so situation: there are four competing standards. Fourteen. Right, fourteen competing Fe standards. Fourteen ridiculous. We need to develop one universal standard that covers everyone's use cases. Yeah, soon. <laughs> there are 15, 15 competing stuff. <laughs> so fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone that worked in academia knows this is fucking true because 
I'm sorry, computer scientists, right? You don't need to reinvent the wheel with new terminology. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Right. So originally, object-oriented programming used to be called declarative, right? Mm -hmm. Declarative programming. Yeah. It just got re renamed at some point. No one knows fucking why. Oh, apparently declarative wasn't descriptive enough. It's called fucking declarative. Mm -hmm. you know? Then you got like, oh, so I was going through this tutorial. Sorry, a little mini rant. I was going through the tutorials earlier today for studying for an exam for, um, what's it called? This cloud um, certification bollocks, mm -hmm. right? Man, if anyone from my work actually hears this, they're probably going to be pissed <laughs> off at me. Sorry, I'm angry. I'm angry at what I discovered, right? <laughs> I spent, I was going through this one lesson that was like, I don't know, five, six minutes long. I was so confused. Like, they're talking about availability zones. What the fuck is an availability zone, right? So you've got regions, availability zones, and edge locations, mm -hmm. right? Um, a region is a geographical location. So you're talking um, Ireland, you're talking um, England, you're talking, um, God, um, Sweden, sorry, Switzerland. Uh, you're talking um, East Coast America, you're talking West Coast America, yeah. right? And then you have edge locations, right? Edge locations are loads of places scattered around the world like everywhere. Mm -hmm. These are fucking called CDNs, right? These were already established like fucking years ago and they are defined by um called uh CDNs. I can't remember it's like content uh oh, shit, what I can't content distribution network. I can't mm -hmm. remember. I think that's what it's called. Um, that's what it stands for. But basically, the whole idea is that if you go to visit a website and it's on a CDN, you'll get served the version of it that is closest to you physically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So if you go visit the Warframe website and it's on a CDN and its CDN is in London, right, you'll go to London as opposed to Canada. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the whole point. Of right. They've already fucking got a name. Why are you fucking reinventing the world? Right. Then worst of all, availability zones. Right. Mm -hmm. I was I went over the tutorial so many fucking times. I was like tr so, trying to rack my head. What the fuck is availability? It's a fucking server. <laughs> right. <laughs> they fucking right. Fucking servers. Oh right? my god. They call it like, oh yeah, you see. Uh, a region will have multiple data centers. Okay, cool. And each data center... So, no, a region will have multiple uh, availability zones. Mm -hmm. And each availability zone has a data center. It's a fucking server. Wow. I spent... F oh. I'm, 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 I'm making a Minecraft availability zone up. You want to join my Minecraft availability zone? Fuck you. 
Anyway, like speaking, speaking, speaking of the cloud, but it, the cloud lets you do so many cool things, dude. Like, like this one phone that has limitless storage. Remember that next bit Robin phone that had limitless storage because it would connect to the cloud and load off your data there. Uh, uh, it came out in like what was it, 2017, and like did the, the cloud, the, the the server shut down in March 2018. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> so. Another point is the amount of data that you like the the amount of information that you um you give up mm-hmm. right unknowing right um just so you know on a website you just through PHP I can get your IP address your geographical location to the uh probably within like a, a mile um area sort of thing like a um i can get your mm-hmm. what operating system you're running on i can get your um uh what version of the operating system you're running on what web browser you're running on what version of the web browser you're running on there's loads of bits of information you can get this is why um people plug really heavily vpns and things like this mm-hmm. but that is php with JavaScript, I can get things like your monitor resolutions, right? I can get the the speed of your CPU. I can get all sorts of weird and wonderful shit, right? Mm-hmm. I can scope out your machine without you even fucking realizing. Yeah. Right? And, but, you know, all you have to do is just click press, I agree. Yeah. Well, like, like yeah. I, I think another thing to, to, like, keep in mind is that if I, let's say that, like, I put my, my big, computer my tower of sort of thing like i would connect it for like my 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 wi-fi router or like my network switch to like my laptop right here i would not be surprised that i can do a whole hell lot between them like networking if i set up networking appropriately like i can do a whole lot between them can remote control them all sorts of things because it's like well they're physically connected sort of thing but technically you're physically connected to pretty much all the computers in the world um that are plugged in and like pretty much also connect to all the computers in the world that are, like, connected via, like, I mean, Wi-Fi is also, like, a connection. So, like, like that, it's, like, you're basically connected to everything. So, why, why would you not be able to connect to, to, like, read or, like, access everything sort of thing? So, it's, like, this idea that, like, if you access a, a, a website that couldn't, like, yes, actually, like, these things are made to be sharing. Uh, one thing that Tembro, uh, Tembro say said was, uh, don't ruin the buzzword cloud. It's how I sell people on stupid ideas. I just mentioned the cloud. And they're, like, hmm, this is definitely going to be good. Yeah. It's, that is... It's- it's oh god. That man. is definitely one. Like if you mention the cloud, people love it. Also, no, a really good one. If if the cloud doesn't work, just start talking to them about like Intel CPUs. Like it will just make you sound like you know what you're talking about. Um, the thing so, is, there are so many advantages to the cloud, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the cloud isn't this weird metaphysical thing. It is actually just a bunch of servers yeah. in a bunch of places all over the fucking world yeah no it is but like yeah also like like listen to this okay this is the like if you just mention this cpu like people will think that you know what you're talking about so like an intel core i9 10980 xc extreme edition processor if you say that to someone that doesn't know what computing is like they're like this guy knows the business you'll just <laughs> it's it's so weird how people turn to you and just go like oh yeah i don't know what you're saying Therefore, you must know what you're saying. Yeah. Actually, actually, I think I've told this story before. If I have, please mm-hmm. stop me. Right. Years ago, I was working at a company where 
um, I was new. I, I'd started there like maybe two years ago. Sorry, two, two months prior. Mm-hmm. And this one guy uh, who was a junior, like he's still a friend of mine, I think. He was, he was working on some code. He's like, he couldn't get it. He couldn't understand how it worked. And uh, he asked the the senior there, the guy that had been there for so long, you know, how does this thing work? And the senior spouts out some dribble, right? <laughs> Literal, like it, it's just some garbage. And the guy, you know, my, the junior's just like, oh, really? It's like, he, he didn't understand what the guy was on about. It's like, oh, I got so much to learn. I turn around, I was like, what the fuck are you banging on about? That's complete bollocks. This is how it works. And then the junior was like, oh, it's like, you know, if, if you are talking to someone and they do not understand what you're saying, either A, you're shit at um, communication, or B, you haven't got a fucking clue what you're talking <laughs> about. And you're too like ignorant to just admit, I don't know. Right? Absolutely. No, it it's so goddamn often. It's, I mean, it's, I think it's a, it's a level of mastery sort of thing, um, which is really interesting because, like, I see it in other elements too. So when it comes to, like, mastery of, like, certain certain types of knowledge, like, you will see that the more people master, the more they, they, they learn about things and the more they'll use these terms because they, they figure out, oh, my God, this is what it means. But, like, as long as they don't fully understand what it means, they will continue to say it like that. And then, like, the moment that they understand, actually understand what it means, they'll they'll make it very simple. So, like, if you're if you're talking with someone and it's like, uh, and it's like, oh yeah, like I uh, I use a, a, a Nvidia a, a GPU a G, 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 RTX for thirty ninety SLI setup uh, in the and then like they're just rambling on about that like and you have someone that just says, well I just got like two video cards and like they're running together with like a little link. Yeah. It's like it's like you know which one like knows more about it than the other person because like they don't need to use all the bus terms. Like the very interesting thing which I found as well is that this also applies to like the way that people like uh, put themselves forward and shit. It's like you kind of have this this curve where like like first like people are like kind of like like new to do something or like kind of they're kind of insecure like they don't know what they're what they're on about they don't really have a status sort of thing and like as they learn more like they they'll use more of these terms but they also like they'll also become more like status like you'll find like with a lot of like creators i've noticed on the fence like if they just started out they're always like oh look at me and i'm so good and I, i'm so much better with like making videos and streams and you little peasants around here Ugh, get away from me and like that's really if they're racing and like they'll only have like a thousand followers or something they'll be like that and then like the moment you get to people that like made it beyond like 100k 200k they'll just be like oh you got a channel of like 10 subscribers what kind of videos are you making what's your what's your link oh dude hey good job keep on going oh you want to start oh just grab a camera sort of thing let's do it like oh yeah because because like if you're like i I just liken it to where like if you're if you're so in that like starting field if you're not really mastering it like you kind of like trying to show off that like you know it to kind of like hide your insecurity sort of thing whereas like once you kind of like get to that point of understanding like it's a lot more relaxed you can be a lot more relaxed because you know what you're dealing with and it's also like really fun because you enjoy it and it's like why not help other people get into it why not make it understandable for other people but like it's so interesting to see that like you have this thing where like things rise and beyond a certain point it's like it just like kind of folds sort of thing if that makes sense out of interest right um because, like, I, I, whenever I meet someone, right, and I mm-hmm. turn to them and say, I have a YouTube channel. Like, this is this is face-to-face. Yeah. Right? And I say to them, i got a YouTube channel. And uh, evidently, the, the question, how many subscribers do you have? Mm-hmm. Right? 
And I turned to him and I said, like, you know, 13,000 subscribers. And their jaw, like, hits the floor with awe and just am amazement. Like, they thought I was going to say, like, 15 or something. And, like, yeah. you know, I got 13,000 subscribers. And they're like, what? How do you have 13,000 And, like, but to me, that's pittance, right? Because mm -hmm. you have people like Markiplier, who has 25 million subscribers, right? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm proud of my 13,000. But at the same time, to me, it's like, I mean, I wish I could increase that. But it's, yeah. I don't know why it stopped. Yeah. It's, it's like... Anyone no, that's yeah. No, I, I can. I, oh, I can. I can very well uh, uh, relate to that. Basically, like if someone asks me like about my YouTube channel, because like like uh, the weird thing is like it's like I try to be as like real as I am in real life online, but like online I tend to be very for much easier. I can talk easily about more like YouTube related stuff. Like when yeah. I go outside, like I don't really talk about it because it's like it's not really a big thing around here, and it's also like you know. Again, like, like I used to be this kid that was like, oh, I got a YouTube channel, look at me. And then now I'm like, you know, I just I just make dumb videos and do dumb streams. Yeah. It's like, it's fun. But like, you know, everyone else is their own thing. So why is my thing all that special sort of thing? But also like when people ask, it's always like, it's always like kind of weird to like plug it. So like, I'll just, yeah. I'll just like, if, if it comes up, I'll just like, I'll just say, like, yeah, I got a channel. And like, which channel you have? And I'll just like link them how to basic and be like, yeah, yeah, don't tell anyone. <laughs> no, no, for real, like, I will like show them like my channel sort of thing, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, five hundred subscribers!" And I'm just yeah. like, "God, dude, like no, no, like I've been trying for years. There have been people that have been like coming up and gotten to like a hundred k while doing like videos in the same directory sort of thing and doing the same like." And I and I'm like, "Dude, like I, it's so weird because like at times you just feel like so inadequate because I mean like honestly like I've been doing like making videos for like five years." And I wouldn't say they're necessarily bad videos, but I, I've I've yet to make monetization. So technically, if, if if I look at it like that supports the argument, like hey, you know, after five after five years, you can't even make videos that are worth like putting ads on. What kind of YouTuber are you? So like that's the way I look at it. And then like someone else comes like five hundred. Oh my god! I'm like, yay! Ah. Uh. I, I I love. Um... Tenrose, yeah. Tenrose's comment of when people ask you how you got 13, um, which called thousand subscribers, uh, your answer should be people can't get enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that would that would absolutely be amazing. I mean, like in your case, it's like because like I don't think you feature any content apart from your vlogs where you like do do like a camera because everything else is in Warframe. Um, no, that's that's yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I wanna try and I wanna try and do more like video essays and things. Like I've I kind of gotten a feel into them, which is what the Xeno Codex has transformed into. Like the uh, the Xeno Codex was very much heavy on satire and stuff like that, but that was before um was that before Arbiters? I can't remember. But I I prefer the way Arbiters is done so much more. And I like the way I, I, I've put a lot of work into this upcoming um, Xena Codex. And mm -hmm. I'm really happy with it, and I hope I hope the internet likes it as well. So, but yeah, no, I, I don't really put my face everywhere. Um, yeah, I, no. I am I am investigating a new webcam. <laughs> it 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 would be beautiful to say like oh because people can't get enough of my face and that all your videos are just like without a face sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, Tamara yeah. says, I started to learn to not spit out drivel to other devs. Just last week, someone asked me how 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 co how code I wrote a year ago works, and I had no idea. Uh, I wrote it in the storm of late night release coding. So I just said, I have no idea, but I'll figure out how it works, and I'll tell you. I almost said some bullshit. I almost said some bullshit and faked it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, again, that, that one guy, right? Mm -hmm. Um... I actually took a bet with myself sort of thing. And I said to myself, I'm going to ask him a question how this code works. And I bet bottom dollar, he's going to, or top dollar even, I bet top dollar, he's going to turn around and say, like magic, right? And for <laughs> word for fucking word, when I asked him, he said, like magic. And I said, yeah, no, no, but really, right? Regardless of being predictable, yeah. how does your code work? And it's like, I just said, like magic. You don't know how your code works. Of course I do. It's really, you know, it's it's obvious what it does. Okay, can I have a look? It's on the screen right now. How does your code work? Oh my God, we hated him, right? <laughs> so there, there was a cluster of four of us and we could not fucking stand him because he'd be like, he'd be, um, he'd have his head, it's like music on and things like that. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have like a proper like- um, Close back. Headset. Yes. Oh. Yes. Open back. He'd have fucking no. He'd, no, he'd have um fucking. Oh shit! What are they called? Uh, in the ear microphone. Uh, so headphones and things, but they didn't fit properly. Oh. And he'd just be. He'd like the music was so fucking loud, and he'd be like tapping the table all the fucking time, and this is so fucking annoying. <laughs> oh my god! And then you'd ask him like, "Hey, are you listening to music?" He'd be like, "No, I'm not. I'm just working in silence." Like, <laughs> we got so pissed off that uh, because at one point in time um he whenever we turn up at the office we turn off notifications on our phones right i got an app that actually turned off the notifications on my phone when it detected it was on a specific network mm -hmm. right it's it brilliant um however he would do it manually right he would silence his phone manually and he didn't do it and you can't silence the phone if it's locked so it was just constantly pinging off right constantly <sighs> And we got so angry because it was so distracting. We covered his monitor and post-it notes <laughs> saying, you know, you've got a message. You've got a message. You've got a message. For each time, there was oh another my God. message. We put another post-it note up there. <laughs> and I wish it was hilarious because the, the director, the director was a complete piece of shit, right? Mm -hmm. he, he turned up and just like, oh, yeah. Why did you cover his monitor and post-it notes? It was like, you know, you, you should be... Um, which got more responsible than that. And uh, he didn't turn it to me. He turned to one of the senior developers. Senior developer said, yeah, well, your employee should uh, silence his fucking phone. Right? Mm -hmm. And, oh, there was an absolute fucking to roar over it. It was stupid. Hello, new people are <laughs> joining <Yeah. right> <laughs> Oh, anyway, yeah. should, we, should we move on? Yeah. I think, uh, I think yeah. I'd Facebook's like... gone. There we go. Yeah. Ever had the per the the person at your office that has a text notification that's a full song, like the song starts and stops a ton as they get multiple messages? Oh my god! No, no. <laughs> Unless, not. So like, so like, well, one more point, one more thing, which I wanted to say, to, to to say around the around the thing of like people, uh, people like 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 trying to explain things which they don't understand. It's really interesting to see like how, um, like I mean, like every I think that everyone kind of does that. Like I'll catch myself do it do it too once or twice. I mean, like sometimes. Um, and like you, you have a different thing where like if you if you if you know what's going on, you'll, you'll try to explain it to the other person so they, they understand it. Uh, so like you're you, you're trying to go to like the lowest uh, level of detail or like the that no the, the highest resolution that they'll understand. If it's like yes. very simple yeah, terms, yeah. you'll explain that. 
the other way around is like you'll try to stay at like the highest resolution at which uh, uh, like uh, you try to say the lowest resolution at which they understand. So first, like ah, oh, it works like magic. It's like if they don't understand, yeah. um, um, well, it, you know, it just takes the thing and then it put yeah. this the thing and then it creates the thing. It's like um, no, of course, but with the thing, I mean that it just uh, you know it, it processes it. Like their processes are happening and then like it does calculations and it like it outputs output conclusion results. And it's like it's so funny to like like how these processes work differently. Um, but yeah. Rainy says, I actually found this podcast. I'm loving it. Keep cursing the bosses. <laughs> yeah. No. But um, we've, got, we've got to this from fucking the, yeah. the quest to yeah. We've gone like, here. We're on the roll. What? Like, you know, the, the, the quest, the people that broke in jail broke the quest too, so you don't have to have a Facebook account. Salute you, because yeah. I think it's fucking scummy as shit. Yeah, it's like it's of course like like the a, a part of the thing w which I'd find curious too is like on the one hand like people would say like well jailbreaking the thing is like is that really legal sort of thing but at the same time like of course like I think that like one of the things which like jailbreaking sort of thing ha or like breaking into devices has a lot lot of, like been associated with is like piracy and like uh, people did it for like consoles or, or like handheld consoles to be able to like download games which they didn't own people did it for different like mobile devices to like be able to download things which they weren't able to do or like didn't own or get it for free or get download APKs on like for Android sort of thing for which normally you'd have to pay. Um, but I think that that like that conception, like I don't know how prevalent that is, but I think that that's most of the time which like companies are trying to push. I think that that's kind of like, um, it's a bit misleading because- The thing is, if, if, if companies like Facebook or Google or Apple want to push that it's illegal to modify the device to um, do stuff that they don't want it to do well likewise apple should be held um what's it called in court for forcing um repairs to be exclusively done by apple because they're fucking malwaring their own hardware if you yeah. uh, have to fix a fucking camera because it's a piece of shit mm -hmm. yeah you well know? well like so like 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 that, that's the thing is like if like I feel this narrative of like jailbreaking is bad sort of thing is always being led by oh because people use it for piracy and sort of thing and like technically they can it's like the moment that you can like do that you could but like the thing is also like it's like I think that the narrative is a lot more like you own this piece of hardware it's yours and you can do with it whatever you please like like I remember this guy like it should be that way yeah like the guy that bought the very first PS4 or something like there's there's this video I think it's a PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4 where like the guy just walks out the store just like smashes onto the ground like starts breaking it in front of everyone that's that's waiting for it it's like that's a terrible waste but like hey I it's know, his I know someone did that with the Xbox 360 really. But yeah. Um, sorry. No. 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 I. I like. I saw a video of someone. Oh, doing that. I thought you knew someone that like. I was like, what was his reasoning? Uh, but the. But the big thing is, technically, they don't own the the console. Like even back then with the 360, they didn't own the console. The Microsoft still own it. You're just, you know, borrowing it indefinitely with Microsoft having no interest of you returning it. But the 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 really the one thing i would like it you know if, if you've mm. got companies like apple claiming that they're saving the the environment by not producing fucking charges you should be able to take hardware like a 360 i've got one in the other room i've not yeah. touched it years and i've got zero interest in touching it you should be able to take that somewhere to be like properly broken down and recycled for its electronic components without having to fucking you know and, and get well, like 
decent cheddar back. Well, like the thing, the thing as well is like you know, like maybe your three sixty is broken, but like maybe there's like a, a, a fault in like the, the 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 disk drive sort of thing. Maybe there's a fault in the hard drive sort of thing. Yeah. But there will always be components that are still functioning, and like a lot of these, like a lot of these, like second hand repla replacement, like or like repair repair shops kind of work with. Um, Initially, I feel it's um, it's like devices like donor device sort of thing, and like later on, you have the Chinese market that's like catching up sort of thing with uh, replacement parts, which are very which is like one to one to like the original parts sort of thing. Um, but when it comes to like replacement parts, it's like if you can like just like grab it out of a donor device, that saves a part which you have to throw away, and that saves a part which you have to produce. It's like it's a very good win. But now, like literally, what they've done in order to like test this thing, so like Apple right now with their iPhone 12, what they have right now is like if you have two iPhone 12s and like you open both of them up and you swap the camera modules, both phones will start to glitch. Like basically, like there, there's malware on there that like detects that they're like the the camera unit is not from like the, from like the original device, so they'll start to glitch. And if you swap them back to like the original phones, they'll work fine again. And it's like. Well, that is just like the most dumb thing ever. It's like, like, like seriously, like this is just cr like creating a situation where more and more people will just have to go out and like, hey, if my phone is broken, I can't use it to like use as a donor device for other for like other phones which might be broken. I can't like can't yeah. grab two devices and make it into one. I'm just gonna have to throw the entire thing away. It's like that's gonna like save so like these charges are gonna save so much that this is negligible. Yeah, sure, no way. Yeah. So like, Bollocks. it is. It absolutely is. Um, let's see. Uh, other than that, uh, when it comes to when it comes to the the, the, the Facebook thing, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite happy that they they've broken into it. I don't, I don't feel terrible about it. If you like, I I feel like it's 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 very much an optional thing. Like I can understand that Apple is like, we can provide the best service for our devices. We are sure certain that if we repair it, there is no risk for you. Um, we are certain that if we repair it, we'll the thing be the is, they won't repair it. Right? No, they I, won't. I, I knew someone that actually worked for Apple. They don't repair it. They just transfer everything across to a new device and hand you the new device. That's all they do. Yeah. They don't actually try and fucking fix it. No, because like they're they're, they're like a pain in the butt to get into. Because like they're the most we're the worst things to get into. But it's like if that is what they want to sell, like fine, like fine. Like if you offer this as like an, an easy service, go for it. But it's like then you gotta make that service compelling because like. The same thing here with, like, if Facebook wants to have an optional login, like, if you want to log in with Facebook and we'll give you these benefits for, like, your VR headset, like, go for it. Make me, like, compel me. But, like, making it mandatory is, like, it's so dumb because it's, like, no one wants it. Should we move on? Yes. Do you do you want to cover this or do you want me to cover it? The EA. Wait, wait. Do we have any other topics? Um, we have, we have like, a like a final one, which is, like, kind of like a site one. Like, we, we can very quickly go over it. Uh, which is like yeah, do, do this one one first. Yeah. Speaking of hacking, um, the hacking game Watch Dogs. Uh, if you don't know, but Watch Dogs is kind of like this open world style GTA style game, which very much focuses around like hacking things and hacking your way into buildings. Um, it got hacked, and now the source code is leaked, which is funny. <laughs> Basically, the recently released uh game Watch Dogs, which came out in October 29, uh, focuses on a brand of player maneuvering for an open world by the means of hacking has been has itself been hacked. By mid-October, the internal system of Ubisoft and Crytek were accessed and over 500 gigs of data were leaked onto the internet. So far, they have not responded to this, but obviously like they're afraid of like bugs and mods and all sorts of things that people can do now. They got like the 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 leaked thing and like um you know, um the, the piracy as well. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what they're afraid of. But yeah, it's quite funny that this game, all about hacking, has been hacked itself. <laughs> Is that the definition of irony? I feel that's the definition of irony. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe the hackers will fix the bugs in Legion. <laughs> so I'm just having a look. 
Um, so apparently it was done by, so it was developed by uh, Ubisoft Toronto. So yeah. I was like, why is Crytek in this? Mm, I yeah, think, that, um, yeah. That, 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 that's an odd thing for Crytek to be um, labeled in this. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the irony is not lost on me. Yeah. Um, I think that it's kind of a shitty thing to happen when a, a people that work really hard to make a product um, end up having that product stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't promote that. But at the same time, I also don't promote things like I do not agree with the sentiment from not oh god not vegas premiere adobe i don't like the fact that adobe charge you a monthly subscription to use their software i think no. that's like no that's that that is daylight piracy that Actually, is ripping you off to you know for you to use the software that is a pile of jank there, there's mm. a, a brilliant video i'll let you give your opinion there's a brilliant video that i want to link you and the audience um, that really resembles the relationship that any editor has with Premiere. Mm -hmm. All right, throw uh, it in chat. Um, that should do good. Uh, one of the things, like, were, which I wanted to point out in the same way, like, Tenra say I mentioned this, and I almost made it as a topic, but like, I didn't. But like, yeah, the Amazon um, uh, has just come forward saying that, like, if you if you buy a movie on Amazon Prime. You don't actually own it. What were you thinking? You just, you just, you just buy a buy a license to like watch it, but like you don't actually own this. Which, I think that like when it comes to, <laughs> uh, when it comes to like things like Stadia, like that's basically the way it works as well. But like they're saying you own the game, but you don't actually get the like own the game. Yeah, this entire like, it's like buying things which which aren't actually there. Um, and like yeah, as you say with like Premiere, like. <sighs> the subscription service thing is um is quite annoying, especially like if you take a look at like channels like Linus Tech Tips that are spending like ten like over ten thousand dollars a year on just being able to use their video editors. And it's like it's it's the same software and obviously like it gets improved, but it's like why can't you just like buy the yearly version sort of thing and you have a subscription which is like cheaper? Um fucking YouTube is unsubscribing me from their channel. Give me a minute. Oh no. That is uh Keep going. That is unfortunate. Um let's see, let's see what's being said in chat. Um I'm really surprised people still buy Apple products. It's yeah, I mean like, uh, the ease of use for 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 sure is uh, is a part of it. Um, I see like a lot of people are really really happy about like if they get like an Apple device, it's like uh, the setup is pretty quick. Like it's very like the, the oversight is very easy. iMessage works very well for people. They really enjoy that. AirDrop is a thing, which like I mean Android has that too, but because Android has a lot more like features in it and like a lot more freedom with what you can do with it. You have to dig through the settings. And another thing which I will give Apple credit for is that if you look at the Android tablet space, it's absolutely horrible because no one really develops for Android tablets. It's kind of like a thing which kind of like exists in nowhere. And then Apple comes around and like they also have this with their iPhones because like they make one solid product, even though they're diversifying it a lot. So like I'm curious to see how this goes. Generally, apps will run better on Apple because instead of having to develop for thousands of different iterations of Android tablets, like they'll just create something for the iPad and the iPad will just be the iPad with the iPad sizes of the iPad, like system software. 
and these iPad hardware. So like that makes it very easy for like things to run on it, for like things to go on it. Um, but yeah, like other than that, like there's a lot of things which I don't like about the way that Apple does it. I'm personally more of like a form over, uh, no, no, a function over form sort of thing. Apple is a lot more of a form over function and especially like things of the removal, like headphone jacks and like changing cables and like not including things because it's like, I don't, I don't buy that. But yeah, you have the video right there. Yeah. So I've put it in the, the chat as well. Um, make sure you add it to the description of the yeah. the video uh, on YouTube and things. It's it's hilarious. It really does embody the relationship pretty much any uh, editor has with Premiere. I remember when someone really said, no, you should use Premiere, you should use Premiere. Sony Vegas is a piece of shit, you should use Premiere. I'm like, I, f I fucking tried Premiere and it, instead of running on seven of sorry on my uh oh god on all eight cores of my i7 mm -hmm. right on all eight threads of my i7 it ran on one oh. and i was like what the shit is this why are you trying to convince me that i should be using this piece of shit software and i oh yeah like the thing the thing that sells adobe is like again the integration sort of thing because you have audition you have after effects and you have these things with photoshop which like kind of integrate with each other to create an eco uh, like an ecosystem that benefits if you can work together with that but at the same time it's also limited because of that um and i know that uh, line detectives that like a video be like because they're spending ten thousand dollars a year on adobe and they tried a video like where they were trying to go with like alternatives which would not cost them that much a year and ultimately, they decide to stick with it. Uh, I don't remember that video because it's been like a while, so I don't really remember necessarily why they decided to stick with it. Uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, Tamro asks, my question always is, Eve, is even if it's stolen, the people are willing to put all the work into finding the code and get it to work um, on the on their PC? Are those the people that would have bought the game or now won't? How many sales do you actually lose from a situation of like the source code being stolen? Uh, I think it depends on the publicity that the the crime because mm -hmm. I suppose it is crime it is theft. Yeah. Um. I won. Like. I think it's dependent on the publicity that it generates. Mm -hmm. So, for example, actually, uh, one game that got positive press from um oh god what's the name of the damn uh, piracy was game dev tycoon mm -hmm. i want to say that so basically the idea is that you are a studio where you are making your own games it's from greenheart games i definitely remember the name of the developers and so you make your own games you say like it's 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 got this genre it's for this console so on and so forth and if you pirated the game the game knew right mm -hmm. And in knowing you had a really hard time playing the game because your games kept on getting pirated, right? <laughs> your virtual games kept on getting pirated to reflect the fact that your piracy damages developers. It was a really good story and mm -hmm. it gave a lot of positive light to Greenheart Games and to, to Game Dev Tycoon. I'm pretty sure it's called Game Dev. And 
Um, I I bought the game before I even heard about the piracy thing. It was, it was dirt cheap. It was like five pounds. It was nothing. But a lot of games, when they get stolen and things like this, they and it's become massively publicly aware. Then people will choose typically uh, to pirate the game to see what it's like before they'll buy it, mm-hmm. right? Some people will go, no, I'd rather just go for the free route, which I can understand and appreciate. Whereas other people will go, I would rather... Um, Buy it, anyway. No, no, I'd rather uh, try it, oh, see yeah. for myself, and then uh, buy it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I again, not condoning piracy, I prefer to try before you buy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, again, a very big thing about the the upcoming Xeno Codex. I'm pimping to all Helen back during this, but the uh, so, for example, part of my debate and everything in the Xeno Codex is I don't like the way that some games are being developed in less than favorable ways for game developers, mm-hmm. right? And as such. Um, the sorry for gamers not game developers sorry uh, i don't like how they're being developed for gamers in such a shady way and i didn't buy doom eternal because i was so dissatisfied with doom 2016 mm-hmm. and i waited until i could get a good proper look at doom eternal before i decided to buy it and i managed eventually i managed to do that through markiplier right mm-hmm. even the russian badger all the, the the shots and everything for his uh, footage that he used, they were quick angle changes, clips, quick change, you know. And I couldn't see if the stuff I hated about Doom 2016 had been removed. And it was only till I got a proper look at what the game, how the game played through Markiplier, was I able to go buy that. And I've not regretted it. Yeah. Right. But game demos have gone. Mm-hmm. We no longer have game demos. It's all marketing. It's like, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors. Sometimes the game looks fantastic and it is the product that it claims to be. Other times it's like flash and a bang and like, you know, dazzling lights. And it's over in an instant. <clears throat> Deadpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um, what you also have these days a lot is that like games can be different upon release sort of thing. So like what you what you also find is that like in refuse cycles they will the game will be some some sort of way in and like a couple months in they'll throw in like game passes or like battle pass or these sort of things where it's like oh now the game is completely different and it's a lot worse. Uh, so it's it's really really hard to like accurately see what you what you're buying. Um, and like yeah like I haven't seen a demo in years. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, like the thing, the, the thing definitely that when it comes to like piracy is like the, the the ease of access sort of thing. I think that like the easier it is for people with like limited like te- technological knowledge to like access it, um, the the more inclined people will be because it's easier to use. I think that like when before Spotify and Netflix came around, I think there was a lot of piracy on like things like music and things like series and like I remember very clearly at that time like years ago where I was like, why would anyone like ever. Uh, sign up to services like Netflix or Spotify because if you're already going on the internet for like your media why bother paying for it because like back then I was like a young teenager with no money I was like well (laughs) I mean you're already there it's just like going to the one side or going to the other side um Mm -hmm. if you theoretically want to do that um let's say 
Um, however, because uh, if you wanted to go um, to like a pirate site and if you wanted to like pirate things, you, like you would have to like look for like the right thing. You would have to like look for the right quality. You would have to look for the right version. You would have to look like whether this doesn't like break up my PC and give it ten viruses. Like, like there was some hassle involved. And then like the services came along. It was like you you, you download it's great quality. It's like this and this and like it's all safe. It's like. And it also like pays, you know, the the, the people like yeah. it's like there you go. It was a lot more easier to use, and then like that kind of like kind of like I mean like I wouldn't say it killed it, but like it massively like demotivated people for like going on becoming like pirates. And I think that that's in this case also like the the thing where it's like hey, if this if this like like leaked version uh, is something that people can run where like you can just like install it without like there being viruses on it. Like you can just install it and like it just installs your computer. You don't have to do anything with it. It's just the entire game. And it's very easy to access, and everyone knows about it. It could probably impact sales quite a bit. But if people want to play with it, uh, and they want to play with it among friends, and they want to use the online functionality, and like it's really hard to do it, like people will, um, like it will be, people will be less inclined. Anyway, no, um, I, I I agree with that. Should we move on to the yes. next topic? Let's go to the EA topic. Yeah, the titular topic. That titular you topic. You talk, you talk. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so this is um this is a, this is a good story. Settle down, settle down, and listen up because um, <clears throat> EA got fined in the Dutch court, my country of origin, um, over the loot boxes in FIFA games. Now we've already known about loot boxes for a long time that they're not really great, but here is here's first of all the long the, the long short of it is on the 29th of October 2020, a Dutch court ruled against EA and allowed the gambling authority in the, in the Netherlands to fine the publisher for 10 million euros for violating the country's betting and gambling act. Um, the gambling authority, as the uh, as the regulator explains, um, believe the gambling authority believes that it's crucial to shield vulnerable groups such as minors from exposure to gambling. For that reason, the gambling authority supports the strict separation between gaming and gambling. Gamers are often young and therefore particularly susceptible to developing an addiction. As such, gambling elements have no place in games. Um, so that is kind of like the, the long and short of it. Here is like the full story, <laughs> which is actually quite beautiful in like the way that it goes. So first of all, back in 2018, the Gambling Authority in the Netherlands ruled that loot boxes fall under the current Dutch uh, gambling laws and should be subject to the same restrictions as any other forms of gambling. Uh, so publishers had to either change the way that loot boxes work or just stop selling them in Holland by uh, June of 2018. And if they didn't, then they should have to face the consequences. Um, EA did not did do anything. They didn't change anything by June 2018. So there was no action in 2018. Uh, and the gambling authority made good on the premise and fined them for like five million euros. And then in October of 2018, um, yeah, they they fined them by five million euros in October of 2019. Um, because they didn't fix it, they it got up to like 10 million euros uh, for breaking Dutch gambling laws. At that point, EA started contesting this because they had a 10 million fine like chasing them down. So they uh, they started to, they started to contest this in court. And their uh, their contesting argument was like they had three ways in which they contested. First of all, there was no official way to catch out the, the to cash out the prices. Um, FIFA is a game of skill and not of chance, and therefore there's no scientific evidence linking loot boxes with a gambling addiction. Um, that was their second R and uh, and yeah. Uh, let's see, it's a game of skill and there's no scientific. So like the first argument was there's no way to catch the prices. Secondly, FIFA is a game of skill and not of chance, and there's no scientific evidence linking loot boxes with gambling addiction. Uh, the court disagreed on all these three counts. So the Dutch law says that as long as a price can be shown to have any real world market value, it is, it's gambling. So even like, it doesn't matter if you have to cash it out or not. That may be different in other countries, but in, in Holland, it's like, if, if it's gambling, it's gambling. 
Um, essentially, uh, EA has created the game and by extension also uh, facilitated the creation of the market for the game's prices. So, um, yeah, like they control the game. So this entire thing is like, uh, yeah, it's what it is. And like um, they said that play, the player, the um, uh, let's see, uh, facilitated the, the creation of it. And uh, like even even though there was evidence for it, they wouldn't need a scientific evidence because like it was like it's it's gambling. It's part. It's fucking gambling, man. You know it. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. EA said that uh, so they was they said that players can can ignore can choose to ignore the rest of FIFA and, and like they also said that like players can choose to ignore the rest of FIFA and to entirely focus on the ultimate team, which is one hundred percent a game of chance. So people can actually go out and buy FIFA and not even play the game of skill, but just play the entire chance game. And that's but people probably did. So finally, they said that evidence does not uh, does exist, and even if it didn't, that doesn't matter. Dutch law says all games of chance will automatically be assumed to be harmful. So this entire thing where they're like, "Oh, we need scientific evidence," like we have it, but like even if we didn't, we didn't need it. So EA, EA went then then went on to argue that restricting loot boxes. This is really beautiful. Restricting loot boxes violates their rights to property and freedom of expression. Because gambling is freedom of expression. The court, the court again wrote that a betting in the Gambling Act existence assumes that the interests of the society to regulate games of chance outweigh the interest to preserve people's freedom of uh, freedom to express themselves for games of chance. Because uh, I, I really want to go out and express myself for, for, for some gambling, man. Uh, finally, EA argued um, that disclosing the ruling and, uh, and the fine to the public would damage their reputation. Uh, oh yeah, like that hasn't already been <laughs> fucking done. Then the court ruled that the public's interest in now in announcing the fines and the war and warning the public about unlawful commercial practice outweighs EA's interest in preserving its its reputation. <laughs> so uh, EA has appealed the decision. Uh, like the uh, has appealed the decision because um, they seek to avoid a situation which would impact the ability of Dutch players to fully experience and enjoy FIFA's ultimate team gambling. Uh, I mean, FIFA's ultimate team. As an additional part of this, EA has currently shut down the ultimate team trading portion of the game, which is a way for people to uh, to directly spend in-game currency into specific trading cards. EA argues now that while the in-game trading is shut down, there's no value to the cards. And so the end result is that loot boxes cannot choose off loot boxes and all the gambling-like effects uh, connected to them untouched. So the story continues. So wait, 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 wait. Back it up. Yeah. So they've allowed people to still buy the loot boxes. Mm-hmm. So what have they removed? So they have shut down the trading portion of the game, so you cannot trade it anymore with people, um, which is a way for people to directly spend in-game currency to trade specific cards from to other players. But you can still buy it with, um, you know. Yeah, they're still going to get fucking fine. They're still yeah. going to fucking hemorrhage money. Fucking idiots! <laughs> Just turn the fucking thing off! You know, you like so I am fine mm-hmm. with EA being allowed to have loot boxes like they have in their games. They yeah. should have two choices. One, remove the game. Mm-hmm. So remove them from the game. Or two, change the classification of the game from a um Children's like an game. E for everyone or yeah. to uh, like an adult game, right? They probably can't do that for existing games, mm-hmm. right? Because they've already, you know, the ones that have been bought for the kids already. But for future ones, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, like, probably they don't want to do that because, like, who would buy a 
FIFA Gambling Edition. FIFA, do you want to throw your life savings away in a stupid game? FIFA. No, they just want more money. They just want fucking like. Do you know? Oh shit! I, I asked. The, uh, was it yesterday? Uh, I'll see if I can actually quickly find it um, without utterly destroying my internet connection. Um, mm -hmm. um, I can spot this in a heartbeat because I remember what the picture looked like. I'm still talking. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't look like we're not doing anything. I mean, la, I can, la, la. I can, I, I can jump I've on something. From, oh, there you go. Well, you've had it, right? Good. Uh, microtransactions, uh, sure are paying off Activision Blizzard because the company net, uh, netted over $1.2 billion in revenue just, uh, last quarter. Ooh. Right. Damn. From, you know, and it's just honestly. Like, Honestly, like, yeah. like one one of the things which I want to jump on is one well, is something that Tenrose says. Like, I agree one hundred percent with your core system gambling loot box are not a game; it's a mechanism to take money from people and trick them into a sense of, well, next time I'm gonna get what I want, and then when they get a good draw, they get a high and the highest are addicted and they're able to keep rolling to get it again. It's like, uh, that is that is very very clearly a thing which is intentionally made like that. Like, I I know that like I mean like uh, Genshin Impact is like a game that has like gacha as well. Where it's like you know you you roll these packs of like ten things where you where you can draw character characters and like whenever you get like a gold one, it's like oh, I get a gold one, gotta go roll again. Or you don't get it, it's like oh, I gotta roll until I get a gold one. Um, so like like that's definitely a thing which is like part of part of its existence. Um, but like another thing which like I'm kind of kind of worried about a little bit is like so. Like right now, these days, like a lot of people have to have to stay at home. Uh, a lot of people are still like for, for this entire year. I think that we're that we're going to be approaching at least a year. Like I hope we'll be out of this soon. But like who knows? If this this is going to continue till March. If it's going to continue to March, we're going to be stuck like basically at home for like twelve months straight, um, which isn't really a nice thing. Like seriously, I can very well imagine that it might be quite tough on people sometimes. And we've seen that like more like more videos get watched online, more games get played. Like things like online entertainment is up because people have a lot more time at home, uh, and like I'm I'm wondering like how like if you're if you really enjoy like playing FIFA and then like you're you've played this as well and like you've just had like a really shit time because like it is a bad situation right now. There's many things in which you could be pretty upset about. And you're like, well, let me just like get my mind of it. Let's see if I can get some pulls, you know. And you just like then you're very susceptible to this thing where it's like, oh, here, we'll, we'll give you something. We'll give you something to get, to make you feel good about it. some good pulls. Like, maybe try and get it. It's like, it's literally just preying on people like in their, in their really bad, like the worst state. And it's like, what the frick, man? It's like, <laughs> I can imagine like the, this profit that they're speaking of can very well come from people that are just like sat at home, just like trying to like get a little bit of like a high going because, because like they've been feeling shit about being stuck at home now. And because of that, like right now, like he is like, oh, we got profits up. And maybe these people are in money problems now. It's like, hell yeah. Yeah, it's the gaming industry for you. I love it. <laughs> so one thing, uh, one thing I strongly recommend, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know who you bank with, right? Who, mm -hmm. who, who holds your, your money and things. Uh, personally, um, I used to be with uh, the bank HSBC, mm -hmm. right? And then HSBC, HSBC um, were continuously screwing me over um, financially, right? They 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 would update my 
bank records like a week later. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they weren't updating it them on the day. It'd be like so. If I, I would always get the illusion I had more money than I actually did. Right? I strongly recommend people to investigate um, like digital banks, banks mm-hmm. like Monzo, right? Um, because the nice thing about these digital banks that do not have a high street presence is that when you buy something, it instantly appears on your account, Mm -hmm. right? If Mondo has any suspicion that you've got any fraudulent activity, you know, they, they will notify you and you can prevent it from happening, right? Whereas a lot of uh, high street banks, they're reliant on you effectively fucking up, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm actually thinking to myself right this second as we're talking. Hmm, I've not actually heard from uh, HSBC recently. I'm kind of suspicious that something may be up with my bank account, mm-hmm. right? And like, but. A lot of these companies lie or whomever. Am I still here? Yeah, you're you're cutting out a little bit because like the the, the massive the massive amounts of money that you're that you're pulling in for your data stream. Clearly. Anyway, so um, the the let me let me pause the, the live stream. Um, so one of the what was it? Oh yeah, so one of yeah. the big things that companies like. Uh, EA or Blizzard, Activision Blizzard or whomever, really heavily rely on um, is the fact that you are unable to keep a keen eye on everything you are doing financially, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have it in your fucking pocket, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's little to no chance of you being misinformed, right? But I really feel that these companies, they want you to be misinformed, right? Yeah. Because if you make a mistake, it's on you. Jesus Christ, my mustache is way too long. It's driving me insane. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they mistake so that they can fuck with you. Oh, dude. The, remember MoviePass? Have you ever heard of them? No. Okay, so MoviePass was this beautiful, beautiful company in, uh, like, uh, I think in the United States from, like, um, the, the 2010s, which was basically, like, if you pay a subscription fee, uh, you can get, like, very cheap movie tickets. So, basically, you can go to movies, and, like, either you can right. get t- tickets for free, or you can get them for, like, like 10% or, like, for, for a very, like, big discount. I think they were free yeah. initially or something. Anyway. So like you pay a fee and then you could go to see movies. Basically, it was like you're in limited movies. So basically, people bought into it. So like it was basically you pay like I think it was like a a tenner or something. Like like you paid like ten bucks a month and you could go and see unlimited movies. People people fucking did it. People fucking did it because they're like yeah let's go. Actually there's this, and so like people did it and like the the company like really started to grow. It was like one of the fastest growing companies because everyone was signing up for this, and then um, they got into a bit of trouble because well uh, basically what they did was like they would. Um, you would you would like buy a movie ticket through MoviePass from like 
the the theater, but like they wouldn't buy these tickets in bulk. It would basically be like Movie Pass buys the tickets from like cinema for you and then hands it to you. So they they would just pay up like the regular price. <laughs> and they were expecting in their business model that people would like get the thing, go to like two movies, then forget about it, and then you'd have like all these people pay up for like you know for for the rest of the users using it plus giving them profit but people didn't people just fucking used it and then they, they then they had to be like oh shit oh shit uh, guys uh, please use it less just like please don't refer this service to other people because they were just like losing so much money because yeah. everyone's freaking using it and it's like there's this beautiful video by Gus Johnson about um about Movie Pass where he's like welcome to Movie Pass please refer to everyone uh, like every one of your friends about our, our, our thing you can watch movies unlimited and like we'll we'll help you watch movies for a lot more or less cheap it's like Okay, guys, welcome back to Movie Passes. It's great. Everyone's like using it. Um, if you could please like maybe slow down a little bit. Like, like it's so good. You can still go to movies, but just like just don't refer it to your friends and family anymore. Okay, but just slow it down. Okay, guys, we see we tripled our user base. Uh, that is uh, great. Uh, but like, please, can y'all just like stop going to movies? Just like don't. Uh, maybe like two a month, please. Just there is other things to do. Okay, guys, everyone is like, what? Okay, um, yeah. Okay, like, please, can you guys all just stop? <laughs> and eventually they had to shut down because it was so unsustainable. It's so beautiful. The monthly fee was four movies a month and cost, people were seeing 10 to 20 movies a month. And it's so beautiful. <laughs> so I I actually have, um, um, on, on a little subpart, sorry, a little side thing, I actually have this, Cineworld card. Mm -hmm. um, so a little. <laughs> Why am I holding this up? You can't fucking see shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got a card here. It's basically uh, I pay a. I think it's pay like twenty a month or something, and I can see um, any standard movie um, for free. Mm -hmm. uh, I can see any like. Like standard 3D movie or standard 2D movie for free, um, but I also get like 75% discount on snacks and stuff. Uh, no, IMAX. Yeah, IMAX. Oh, IMAX. Movie. Yeah. Um, so it's totally fucking worth it because yeah. we we would go see a movie like every weekend, mm. right? So for four IMAX movies. Um, oh, for the price of one IMAX movie, I got to see, or actually, no, technically two IMAX movies because you got the 75, 25%, uh, you know, uh, and the additional like 20 pounds on top. So, yeah. yeah, for two IMAX movies, I got to see four. Yeah. It's totally worth the money. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they, they have that here too. And it's like most of the time you buy that from like the cinema itself or like, uh, the cinema yeah, itself, yeah. like, you, you'll have the subscription. Like, like, for them, like, they don't really have to provide you with an extra ticket. Yeah. necessarily because like basically it's like if there's a seat empty sort of thing like it will cost them the same whether like you're you're not there or like you are there but like movie pass was like they didn't they didn't own cinemas so basically what they did yeah. was they would buy a ticket like without a discount from these cinemas it was given to you it, it was it was so beautiful it's like such a beautiful beautiful story of like this entire company set up with the idea of like oh people just forget about it. it's another subscription service that they'll just have and just continue to pay us and everyone's like yes we're gonna use it <laughs> It's 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 freaking beautiful. Um, Seth says exploiting unstable or quarantine people uh, on their emotion like that. Um, there's like uh, uh, one quote uh, from Rick and Morty is like even like um, 
famous person from history in Germany uh, cared about the country, or cared about that country or something. Whereas like <laughs> these companies just don't care about their people, sort of thing. If they're waiting <laughs> oh, to exploit. What are you reading? Uh, Steph, a little bit up. Like I don't know if you're. Uh, I don't know how the UK is like referring to uh, the big H guy. Um, but yeah. We typically say his name. It's yeah. not like Voldemort or something. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, uh, I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble. I know I got in trouble today for, for voicing my opinion that I actually didn't care about something. It's like legit. Like, it didn't make me care either. But anyway, um, like, yeah, it's. It's weird, man. Like, um, I, like, I. I partly know myself as well is that like, hey, you know, if views are up because um, because like people are stuck at home right now so they can listen to more podcasts or they can watch more streams, they can watch more videos like, hey, that makes me happy because like that means that like more people see the content that I put out and like I enjoy that. Um, and like I actively choose to like not heavily monetize my videos because like mostly I can't but also because like that's not what I want to do. But I can imagine that like there's a bunch of YouTubers as well that'll be like, oh hell yeah, now I can push out more content, and I can push more merch. It's like, well, yeah, like that's something that people can do. It's a pretty scummy thing to do, but like people will do it regardless. And like it's especially for them as like the the weak people that they'll that they'll go at. Uh I think uh Tenverse also mentioned something where it was like um uh, uh let's see here about Genshin, which I don't know where he got that from, but that, that was quite interesting. Like uh about like the amount of money they million. made. Yeah, something like that. They made like a bunch of money. Like, I th I think it's like really important to realize how much money you're putting into a game. Um, mm -hmm. I uh, for those of you who apparently sleep under a rock and don't know, uh, I play the mobile game Sinnoh Alice. Mm -hmm. I I love it. Like, um, it's really interesting. And each day there's a, a PvP aspect where. Uh, you and your guild will go against another guild, and me and my mates, we we we, we sit in Discord, we ch you know we shoot up the shit, we we have fun, and um, we, we're strategizing. Oh, you heal that person. Mm -hmm. oh, I'll heal this person. You know. Oh, we need to get buffs on this person. Oh, you need to pump out more damage. Oh, someone summon a nightmare. You get the whole point. Yeah. But it's a slippery slope, and I. I put in twelve pounds a month into Sino Alice, and I am so happy with myself that I haven't slipped any further. Mm -hmm. Right? So yeah, like, but it is such a slippery slope. You know, if anyone has like um, a gambling, uh, has any lead to a gambling uh, addiction. Right, you know, oh, just just one more, just one more, just one more, just one more, mm -hmm. just one more. Yeah, just one more. I mean, like, like that that can be that can be really dangerous. Like one thing, one thing which I really want to watch out when it comes to like streaming and stuff is I know for myself, like there was a time in which like I picked up streaming and I picked up like Twitch and all like Warframe and stuff, mm -hmm. and I I got into like a decent amount of disposable income and i remember like joining on twitch where like the idea was really pushed is like if you like someone you subscribe so you, sub you sub to them you give them money like yeah. oh subscriptions were really pushed and like oh you're really cool for subscribing and please subscribe in september subscribe so i had a time in which i was subscribed to like many many people i, I, I think like uh, we have gridark in here like uh a couple of months ago on framecast where he said it was like subscribed to 80 people or something like uh, yeah uh, where it's like 
because like that's the idea that like a lot of Twitch streamers will push where it's like, oh dude, subscribe. Oh my god, you're so amazing for subscribing, and now you can join movie nights, so you can join this, and like, oh, there's so many people that have been here here for the first hour subscribing. Like, I really appreciate everyone that subscribes. Like, I don't wanna yeah. I wanna strain away from that as far as possible because I know myself that I kind of fell for that. And like it's like it's five bucks, man. It's five bucks. And oh, this person just got partnered, let me just drop them five bucks. Oh, this yeah. person and like it really grew out of proportion at a certain point where I was like, I was subscribed to like 10 different people at the same time. And like, if you have disposable income, go for it. If you want to support the creators, go for it. I do think though that like mostly like, um, I'm preparing to like launch mer merch uh, merchandise soon because like I personally prefer merchandise sort of thing because you can actually buy a product and you have a product sort of thing. Um, but the thing is, is that like, like this entire thing where it's like pushing to like buy things is like, oh, it's just one more and the entire community reinforces it. Like I had the same thing with Warframe where it's like, um, you know, you, that was a free to play game where you could like buy, uh, buy, buy like currency. You could buy uh, like yeah. uh, like Prime Access, which is like once in a free month, you could buy something for like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 150 bucks, something around that. And like I would be like, well, you know, I could buy the Prime Access. Though I, I, could, I could buy a bit of Platinum to give away. But, but hey, you know what? I could also buy the Prime Access. If I buy the highest tier Prime Access, I pretty much get everything. And it's just kind of like the price of the Platinum. I get all this free stuff. You know what? I'm just going to do it. And like I bought Prime Access. I and mean, even when this far, where I was like watching streamers, I was like being friends with people, buying the Prime Access, getting getting like the, the, the subscriptions on Twitch. And then I was like, oh shit, I have friends that are like PlayStation Xbox playing Warframe. I can't play with them. Let me buy a PlayStation Xbox and also buy the, 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 the subscription services for them so I can play with them online. I literally bought an Xbox One uh, S and then PlayStation 4 Pro so I could play Warframe with my friends on Twitch. And... I am so glad that, like, at a certain point, like, I was like, this is getting a little bit out of hand. Let me, like, stop, like, wasting so much of my income on this shit. But, like, it's so easy to do because if you just come around, it's like, hey, how do you feel if I buy a PlayStation we can play together? It's like, yeah! How do you feel if I subscribe to you? Yeah! How do you feel if you buy a Prime Max? Yeah! It's like that reinforcement can get so deep. It's like, watch out for that. I really watch out for that. And I really don't want to encourage that. So, like, if you ever feel like I'm, I'm pushing you towards, like, subscribing, like, please tell me because, like... Again, like I really appreciate it because like like Twitch is like my one of the main things I make money from, which is not a lot. So like I really appreciate it if you can do it, but like I do not want anyone to fall into the trap where like, oh, you yeah. know, I'm spending so much money because like that just doesn't make me happy, not at all. It's it, it, it's it's shit. I mean, it's this is like, oh god, how many subscriptions do I have? Mm -hmm. World of Warcraft because I resub to that, um, but I I buy WoW time. Uh, in blocks like i'll buy a month play multiple times during that month and then come back at a later point um i don't buy uh so i don't set up a recurring subscription so i got netflix i've got a couple of patreons uh i got TubeBuddy that i'm considering getting rid of mm -hmm. what else do i have yeah it's 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 like the thing is that subscriptions just get so out of hand because you just lose track so easily. Yeah. To uh, oh look, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's you know everyone's appreciative of it, but like th this is the thing I dislike about Twitch is the fact that you know you can only watch one person at a time. Like if if anyone knows like of a magical special way that you can watch multiple people on Twitch at the same time, then either you have multiple heads, multiple brains, or you are some kind of super guru wizard, Kami. Mm. Um, no, super, no, wait, 
Super yeah. Ca- what did what did Guru call himself? I can't remember. Dragon Ball Z approached. I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling yeah. on about. Anyway, but, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, really, fuck EA. Mm-hmm. Tenro says, when I worked for a mobile game, we had a eighty percent conversion rate on a five dollar a month spender into making them a twenty dollar a month spender. I mean, I can, I can definitely fuck. see that. That's that's mental. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it it's like this thing. Like once you're once you're like once you're in the door, it's like much easier to like go in deeper. Um, and like yeah, I mean like. I remember, I, I especially remember, like during like charity streams that that that, that would that like I would organize. Uh, I remember, like I would also be like, oh, you know, I'll just like, oh, so a friend of mine is on, let me just like drop drop a fifty to like fill up the bar, sort of thing, and like those things are so easy, so easily done, especially like in the online world, because like you know, like I would I, I would probably have spent like two or three hundred bucks on just like a charity stream that I would organize. And I would stay up for like ninety hours for the entire thing, like I would drop money on that. And it's like, well, like, what did I gain? Like, it was a really fun experience, 100%. But it's like, it's really weird if you think about it. But like, the thing is, like, it's so encouraged. It's like, you will never hear someone on Twitch, say, or like, on, like, in a game, say, or anywhere, say, like, oh, no, just don't, don't, don't give money. Like, like, watch out. It's like, no, like, everyone is, like, happy if, they, if you give them, if you give them money. Like, oh, hey, thank you so much for the money. Yeah. And it's like, that reinforcement, um, like, it's so weird because, like, you know, it's constantly reinforced regardless of, like, knowing the situation. So, um, yeah, let's see. Um, Disney Plus just came to Latin America. They are way more expensive than Amazon and Netflix, and their pre-sale package is only the animal one. People are not happy, and it made me stop and rethink about subscriptions. Disney Plus definitely made me rethink about it, too. Be- well, because, like, basically, Netflix used to be this thing where, like, everything was on Netflix, and you could get yeah. Netflix. And it was like, now Disney Plus came along. It was like, well, we're basically just doing, like, cable TV again, but then with extra steps sort of thing. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> with extra steps, I love that. No, I, I, I completely agree. And it's the big reason why I, like, I'll support Netflix because they love to do, they love to break the mold with their original content. But Amazon and things like that, I'm just like, I look at it, I'm like, that's just something I could watch on, like, fucking normal TV. That's boring yeah. shit. And it's 61 bucks. Damn. They're going to make... They're going to make more in different platforms and the monthly sub will reach cable TV numbers. It probably will, but it will probably just replace cable TV and will be the same. Is thing. that 61 bucks for the year? Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that that is all we have time for today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, questions. Questions, everyone. Go on, fire your yeah. questions at us. More questions. If you guys have any questions, throw them in chat down below. It can be questions relating to the topics that we had. It can be questions related to... Uh, Anything else? Uh, we'll choose if we, we want to answer them. What we watched on Netflix. By the way, was there any question like at the start that you like noted down or something? Because I know there was some sort of question which like don't remember what that was. Let's see. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see if I can remember. See, find it back. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, I think it was something Ifeme said, but I do not remember. Uh, Stavev says I've only had sorry, I've had Amazon Video only for the Warframe loot. <laughs> I, I completely understand and appreciate that there's like there's so many things that Warframe has cosmetics wise that's Prime uh, Amazon Prime only and I'm like nope I mean like I don't know what the Amazon Prime subscription is necessarily in monetary value like how much it is uh, but depending on like like, like actually I, I should look this up I should look this up how much is Amazon Prime so, 
Cephalon Tribal asks, if you were a type of music, what would you be? Anything written by Hans Zimmer. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, so as soon as I walk in the room, you fucking know I'm there. I would probably be... Yeah. I'd probably be some sort of, like, copyright-free... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Some cop some copyright free like lo-fi playlist sort of thing where it's like you can find a, like a bunch of like really nice like tunes that just like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and all of a sudden there's like this one track which is like all the way out of line just shoots up in, in the volume is like it's like blasting your speakers like what the fuck where did this come from and you play it then you play another one it's just, like it's just like the most dreary thing and it's like oh my god and then you go back to like the flow and like it will mostly be like the stable sort of like you know chill sort of thing like but sort of like but kind of upbeat and something will go up something will go down and we'll be copyright free and it's like oh hell yeah <laughs> so you know when you're streaming michelle will be there mm -hmm. right um tenrose asks uh what figurines do you collect uh specifically games slash tv slash fantasy game um or just a hodgepodge uh i i think it, like realistically it's stuff that i sort of like fall in love with and shit so uh we've got my warframes there i don't have all of the warframes uh we've got my guyvers down here um mm -hmm. there we are so i've got a lot of the guyver ones i've got a shit ton of nendroids sorry i'm moving my hand this is really hard mm -hmm. um got loads of nendroids up there so we've got like a rise of the shield hero we've got uh, Siri from Witcher, um, Zero Two from Darling and the Franks. We've got Jabril from uh, No Game No Life. We've got Siri. Shit, I mm -hmm. can't remember what her name was. Uh, from No Game No Life Zero. We've got Shion, Len. There's Deadpool there. Uh, that is one of the Monster Hunter ones. Um, and then shit my hand seriously this is so hard <laughs> and we got uh one punch man couple there um got pat labor there's a giant deadpool statue there a guy with got kamen rider stuff here Tekaman blade uh final fantasy 7 stuff fucking stormtrooper where's my hand there shit no there <laughs> there you know so i've just got a hodgepodge of stuff do you have, do, do, do you also have the ultimate figurine the uh the connor I do. I don't know where he is. <laughs> so no. basically, so basically, there's like a mini version of Connor, 3D printed, hydroxide, and he uh, he made it for. Uh, I think it was his business card for like Tenocon 2018 or yeah. something. I, oh my god! Like seriously, I do not get business cards when it, like really when it comes to like streaming on YouTube. I personally like I get so many of them. I just like I just throw them away sort of thing because like it never links me to someone the only way like i find someone when it comes to creation is like either you strike me as an interesting person when it comes to like we meet or you strike me as an interesting person because i kind of came across your content i will never find someone for a business card because it, mean, it means nothing to me but like uh, connor i think realistically it depends if business cards are done right so like you know get to know the person then get their business card you know, it's it's sort of like, you know, for me, it'd be like, oh, check me out on YouTube and whatever, yeah. on Twitter and shit. But, like, get to know me first. Like, for example, you get flies and things from Eurogamer Expo and stuff. I would just go around. Every single time I played a game that I enjoyed, I picked up the flyer because I knew if I had the flyer, fucking enjoyed the game. 
I can't find them anymore. But like, remember, remember the first EGX that we met, and that like Frozen Bolts had these uh, business cards, and like he gave them out, and we were oh, just, I... and we were just sitting down like, like business cards. He has business cards. How can yeah. a streamer have business cards? We were just so amazed by it. Like, how in the world? What is this thing? <laughs> And then the next subtle call, like everyone had them. It's like, like, like you, you woke up to someone and like they just hand you one. And at the end of the day, you had like half of them from like friends you already knew, and half of them for people you had no idea who they were, no idea where you saw them, but you had some business cards. Like, I guess I have some. But yeah. Anyway, uh, premise six, uh, premise six dollars. I mean, like honestly, like if you look at Amazon Prime. Like, I'm not going to say, like, get subscription services, but if you look at Amazon Prime, like, and you can get a free Twitch Prime subscription within that, which is, like, already five bucks. So, basically, like, if you if you already do Twitch Prime subscriptions, or already do Twitch subscriptions, and then you get Twitch Prime, basically, you do you have the same amount of cost, but then you have, like, one dollar more for them. Your Amazon Prime, where you can, like, have, like, this Netflix service where you can, like, get yeah. things, and you can also have faster shipping. So, like, like, the deal is, I mean, not very bad. But it's still a subscription service. And, like, basically, the thing with subscription services is, like, you won't actually own anything. And, like, that's something which is important to keep in mind. And that's why I say, like, best way to support is, like, buy things, get physical things. Anyway, um, on that topic, I think that we've kind of, like, rounded off this framecast. Um, is there anything you want to add to today? Oh, yay! Moving on. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, now, we won't ever get sponsored by EA anymore. But I guess that was already the case. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Oh, um, well, what we do that now we now now I won't have to make videos where I'm like, oh guys, please put in the money. There we go, slot machine. Ahoy! This is the most fun gameplay. Are you watching, kids? Oh, there we go. Let's pull it again. Ah, there we go. Anyway, um, thank you so much for watching Framecast number sixty. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to check out Casino right here. Uh, go to youtube.com slash Galleon, where he's working on an amazing Casino Codex, uh, which he's been working very, very hard on, will be, which will be out at some point in the near future. Uh, you can also go to youtube.com slash 10 o'clock to listen to his amazing podcast about Warframe. Um, and yeah, uh, support him on patreon.com. <laughs> Other than that, uh, yeah, if you want to see this uh, stream or this framecast, this podcast live, it's out pretty much every 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 week on Tuesday from... Uh, 7 p.m. UK time or 6 p.m. Uh, EU time. That's kind of what we're moving towards to. So previously, it would be later. It's not going to be an, a year earlier sort of thing. A, a year or er, an hour earlier. An hour earlier uh, than usual. Um, if you've missed it or you want to see it back, it will be on podcasting platforms or on YouTube.com slash Post Malone Games um, like 24 hours later. So, Did uh, you get that wrong? Was it be 5 p.m. your time, 6 p.m. my time? No, it's 6 p.m. Uh, no, it's 7 p.m. my time. It's... 6 p.m. your time. Oh. Because right now we started. I said, I thought you said uh, 6 p.m. Sorry, 7 p.m. my time, which got me confused. Yes. Yeah, I probably, it's it's an hour earlier than before. But we'll we'll get used to it. We'll get used to it. But thank you so much for watching and listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Nine more episodes to go to episode 69. I was just having way too much fun with that. (laughs)